This show is a proud member of the Bobo Broadcasting Network. Check out our other great shows at BoboBroadcasting.com. Hello. Welcome back. Attention Deficit Order Radio, uh, S5E19. Got it. Yeah, so we are back again to smoke more weed with you guys. And we're going to start off with a bowl we of... care. What are you starting off with? A bowl of Jamaican Me Crazy? Sounds good to me. And we're going to have our Dexpert on later tonight, um, Alex Shane Gray at... at Alex Shane Gray at Hanging Outcast at Podcast in the Woods... He writes for a blog, too, but that name escapes me at the moment. I don't know. He'll, he'll give us all the shit. Yeah, all the places you can reach him at. Main one is Hanging Outcast and Podcast in the Woods, though, from our perspective, since... Yes. They're podcasts. Yes, those are his, um, I guess, his two little babies. Oh, man. Ugh. So, yeah, so we're smoking this nice bowl of Jamaican Me Crazy mm. here. Yeah. It's weird. It's peppery, but it's smooth. It's a really nice hype. It is, yeah. It's, this is one of those buds that's high in CBD, so it doesn't get you really baked, but it does give you a nice, relaxed body well, it gives feel. You, um, it gives you like a clean high. It doesn't give you like that heavy-headed, like, feels like your eyes are going to shut high. You're high, but you're awake. Right. <coughs> yeah, it's less cerebral. It's more body. Yes. Not, or no, more cerebral, less body. Body is the ones that make me tired. Really? Yeah. The ones that are all in my you head. You have switched cannabinoid receptors then. Do I? Yeah. Is it supposed to be the other way around? Yeah. Really? Because I feel it in my head more than my body. <laughs> Am I dyslexic? No. My cannabinoid receptors are dyslexic. <laughs> Everything about you. Your right's really your left and vice Yeah, versa. because if I smoke an indica, I'll feel it in my body. You know, I'll get tired. Well, okay, but indica doesn't necessarily have a lot more CBD. Oh. But am that's, I, that's differences in something uh, else. CBD is the um, it is the cannabinoid. It's the CBD stands for cannabinoid or something like that. Yeah. But it's the kind of cannabinoid that doesn't give you the high feeling, as in how much THC a pot has. Yeah. Instead, it's more of a physical effect where mm. it reduces inflammation, relaxes muscles. Um, you know, it's not, it's less of an intrusive effect, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to do with ha- whether you feel like the high part in your body or the high part in your head. That's the THC and probably some other cannabinoids. Uh, CBD is separate from all those. Oh, this makes Like me if feel- you had pure CBD yeah. and you took that, you wouldn't get high at all. It would be like aspirin or ibuprofen, except for better for you. Oh, well, well for me, um, I don't know. It just affects me differently, I guess. Because I'll smoke it in the day and not feel tired at all. or Right. Or um, or sleepy. I won't feel burned out. I won't get burned out from it like I would like an indica. I'll feel sleepy and uh, hungry. Oh, sativas make me hungry. Indicas, I don't know. Do indicas make you hungry? You know, I tend not to snack smoking either way. 
Every once in a while, I get a bug up my ass and have a bag of chips or something. Yeah. It's pretty rare. Most of the time, I'm just smoking a bowl, and then I go about with whatever I was doing Uh. before that. (coughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, or I'll sit down, (laughs) smoke a bowl, and play video games for a while. I mean, you know, watch a TV show. I I don't eat a lot. I'm not a snacker anyway, so it's I'm not, a snacker. Yeah, I don't, I don't eat a lot of that shit. I'll snack all the time. I'll just snack just while I'm watching a show. You know, I'll nope. get like a bunch of little mini Snickers bars and start eating those, and then no, for me, I'll have like a glass of water, maybe. <laughs> I'll get like chips. or a beer. I started have, drinking beer again. Well, yeah, we'll have chips and sodas and uh, popcorn. And I don't know what else. I want to come to your house. It sounds like an oh. event. <laughs> you have like oh, yeah. a table full of snacks in front of you, and you're going to watch the next episode of Breaking Bad or fucking. Well, yeah, if I'm watching Breaking Bad. Well, if I'm watching something, I don't like to eat while watching because I have to look down and up and down. You know, I'm, you know, I can't do right. that. But I'll snack on something while watching Breaking Bad or smoke a bowl or something like that. I like smoking weed while watching TV shows. That's always fun. Once I have a TV in my garage, I may be able to do that. Yeah, I'd do that. But I do watch stuff on my laptop, you know, off of Netflix. Yes. Out there while I'm burning, and that is nice. Yeah, I like um, burning weed while watching TV shows. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I hope so. We have a whole show dedicated oh. to it. <laughs> I know. I didn't even see any movies this weekend because there, there weren't any out. Well, really? I was, I was playing, Nothing came out? Well, I was more playing Grand Theft Auto Five. I got that, by the um, way. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm waiting for uh, Don Juan. I'll probably see next weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, that does look good. Don John with... Uh, is it Don John or Don yeah. Juan? J-O-N, right? Is it, it's Juan. I don't know. I thought it was Don John. No. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. But yeah, I'll see that. Um, I want to see Gravity the week after that. Yeah, that looks fucked up. I may go um, see that in the theater just to... Dude, that looks awesome. It's J-O-N, so it's Don John. Don John. Okay, so they're making it as a play on words, I guess. Right. I mean, it could be one, but that would be really weird. It's not spelled the way Spanish... Yeah, it looks like a Juan cool movie. Don Juan looks cool. Yeah, he's like a porn addict or something. Well, yeah, he's addicted to sex. He's a sex addict, ah. basically, is what it is. That's what they make it look like. Yeah. He just, you know, I've seen the trailer which shows him like hair greased back like nobody's business. And uh, he's talking about how porn gets awards just like movies do. So that makes it a valid art form or something. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his girlfriend catches him whacking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that looked exactly like the argument. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> oh, She man. walked in on him watching some really filthy porn. Yes. Well, I don't know. I don't know. The movie looks funny. Yeah, it does. I'll check it and out. And it's written by What's His Bucket, right? Yeah, written and directed by, um, uh, God damn it, Robin. Yeah, Robin <laughs> or the kid from Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, he's a good actor, man. He's always he been good. No, yeah, I just watched, uh, what was that bike messenger movie he oh, was Rush. in? Oh, Rush. Premium Rush is good, right? Yeah, I liked it. It was, I, good. it was on and it was like a high-speed chase moment. I was like, okay, I'll watch this. I maybe missed like the first 10 minutes or something. It was film cool. I like this vision where you could see yeah. like lanes in front of him. That's and right, shit. like the little pathway to not get macked by the traffic. Uh, and he was using, and they're all saying he was crazy because he's using um, steel frame. No, no, he's using fixed gears, fixed gear bikes, no brakes. Yeah, fixed gear bikes <laughs> that would break your legs. 
It could. You know, if you're going too fast and you can't stop because your legs won't stop, the wheel will keep going. Well, but you saw him. He would just have these crazy long skids, so he must go through tires like nuts. Yes. Yeah, so he was a bike messenger who uses fixed gear bikes. Fixed gear bikes with no handbrakes. The only way to brake would be to backpedal. Well, old school. Well, but the old school way had the, you know, the the little brake uh, caliper or whatever it's called. No, I had it. I remember I had the old ones where I could had to stop. I remember they when they didn't even have freewheel yet, when mm-hmm. I had my dirt bikes. Yeah. I'd be like, zzz, 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 and they didn't even have handbrakes yet. So we were still doing this old school skidding. Ah. You know, it was See, like, by the time I got my first bike, I already had the um, back pedal where it would stop the pedal. What do you mean? You know on a dirt bike how there's the little metal bracket <clears throat> that goes yeah. from the gear to the frame? Yeah. So when you backpedal enough, yeah. you slam on the brakes and you skid on, yeah, your tire, but you're not having to push backwards with your leg muscles against the forward push of the bike oh, like you uh-huh. did in Premium Rush. Oh, well, in Premium Rush, a guy almost breaks his legs off. Yeah. All right, let's smoke this next bowl of... We're going to smoke AK-47. Yeah. Cool. Oh, we should rate you making me crazy. Oh, yeah, what do you want to rate it? Um, well, again, we kind of flogged to death the difference between it and other <laughs> weeds so i'll just say that it tasted good um like i was saying earlier it was a little bit peppery but smooth at the same time it was weird smooth uh, that smooth um but overall i'm a little more of a fan of the higher thc content and lesser cbd so while this tastes good and i can't appreciate the high i'll say it's a 7.5 out of 10 <clears throat> dreadlocks Dreadlocks. Yeah. Seven point five out of ten dreadlocks. Okay, we're going underwater for this one, guys. Hopefully, Ooh. if we can get under there, I don't know if we can. Well, what are you we, rating? Uh, I rate it. Crazy um, while we wait. Uh, always. It's always a nine out of ten. I like it a lot. You do? Yeah, it's one of my um, favorites. Don't you think so? Come on, it's all. It's consistently good. It always tastes the same. The it, high is always the same. Well, yeah. That's you know, what the strain does, but it's not my favorite high, is my point. Really? Yeah. What don't you like about the high? Well, I prefer the higher THC content over the higher CBD content, and it's a trade-off. You can't have the two existing oh. in high amounts in the same weed. I'm trying to go underwater here. See, this thing, the program's messed up. Yeah. Well, we got to get one of the guys uh, from service out here. Dude, that it, we have to because... Tech support. Because I'm trying to upload my... Um, what you gonna call it? Oh well, we'll stick out here in the forest. God damn it! Hmm. All right. It sounds like a swamp. Lots of ducks and frogs and yeah, shit. Right here in the rainforest again, um, where the monkeys run free. <laughs> here we go. And we'll rape go, We're gonna Josh's. be in a inside of a cave in a rainforest. There we go. Okay. That's better. It's a good cave. It's not too moist. No, it's actually nice out here in this cave. Okay. Whoa, what was that? Okay, let's grind up this bowl of... Um... So what do you think of Grand Theft Auto? We'll rate it. Uh, let's see. So I have played... I just got to Crazy Redneck Fucker. Trevor, right? Okay, how many hours in was that? Um, it's about the point where you showed me last week after the show. Like yes. you were, You had just gotten to Trevor and you. I took out the lost... What did you think of that? Was that hilarious? Crew? That was fun. That was really fun. <laughs> so yeah, you get all um, 
executioner on the Sons of Anarchy, basically. Yeah. It's like a big biker gang. You probably fight off 50, 60 bikers through the mission. And you get to run some off the road in your off-road pickup. You get to gun others down. You get to blow them off their fucking motorcycles with shotguns. I had a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So that was the last mission I did. I fucked around a little bit here and there, but like you, I've been trying to follow the story to keep things moving along. So far, the writing is top-notch. Um, you know, the world is believable. It feels like a living, breathing city in a lot of ways, you know, down to altercations happening on street corners. You'll be driving by, and all of a sudden, a gang fight will break out. Yeah. And people are, oh, shit, motherfucker, And, like, people yeah. start shooting and shit, and you're like, whoa. And you can choose to intervene or just drive on by, and I haven't stopped yet, you know. I always dr- run them over. <laughs> you do? Always. If there's an altercation, okay, blip, blip. run the people over, keep going. You know, um, if there's, I'll, I'll always like, hey, somebody, I need that. And so I'll save that person, grab, give them back their purse, shoot them in the head, and then grab the money that they just. <laughs> that they drop. Yes. Nice. So I'm always a good Samaritan. To a point. <laughs> well, I am, because I give them their money. Oh, oh thank you. Then two right in the head, right in the forehead with a silenced handgun. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no one disturbed. They just freak out because a person falls, but they don't freak out because of the gunshot. Right. Yeah, well, less people run away, right? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm just, um, I'm doing selfies with vans exploding behind me. Uh, have, you, have you signed up our gang yet or what? No, I haven't gotten onto Rockstar Social Club. Why not? Well, I've been doing other things. <clears throat> Come on, man. I'm sorry. Multiplayer's not out yet, so does it fucking matter that much? Yeah, it does, because you can build up all your gangs right now. I joined, you should join the um, XBL, This Xbox Life Club. It's a podcast I listen to. Uh-huh. They have 67 members, I think, as of now. They wow. had 57 last week. Wow. But they're, they're a bunch of cool guys, so if you want to play with cool people on, you know, on Grand Theft Auto, that's a group of people. Yeah. I'll so, join. So what was it again? Xbox Club? It's called... Um, TXBL because they can't put Xbox because he puts Team Xbox or Xbox Live. Or, I don't know if everybody gets, but Xbox oh, is considered a bad word. Cease and desist. <clears throat> well, no, it's considered a bad word for some reason because it's a trademark name. Oh, I guess so. You can't name your, your gang after a company. No, probably oh, not. My God. We're, we're the Apple Dumpling Gang. Come yeah, on. but that's a movie from like the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> no one gives a shit about that. No one, no one Don knows. Knotts and Tim Conaway. No one knows. Yeah, Tim Conaway. No, no one knows who the uh, Apple Dumpling Gang is. No, they don't. Everyone should try finding the Apple Dumpling Gang. It's a hilarious movie. Watch it with your kids, though. They got to be young. All right, let's land out of this rainforest. Okay, they should what? Should watch it with your kids. Okay, I'm trying to get this shit going here. Okay, let's see if the helicopter works. Because, you know, we're going to go, um, there we go. We're going to go flying over, um, what's it called? The, uh, the America's Cup out here in San Francisco is oh, going that's on. That's right. No, it's over. Well, who cares? It's still Team going USA on. won. Uh, well, no, you can see them celebrating on the boat down there. Oh, there they are. Yeah. Yeah. Team, um, but they're not raising them. Team Oracle won. Yeah, right. And they're, uh, uh, It's funny how the um, company name comes before the country's name, right? Team American Oracle? No, it's Team Oracle America, isn't it? Is it Oracle America? I thought well, so. Well, of course, dude, because companies rule all. 
Yeah, so we're here in the um, uh, cockpit of a uh, Huey. Some might call a helicopter. We call it Huey for all you people out there who um, don't know the slang for helicopter. Yeah, so we're smoking a bowl over here over San Francisco. We're flying over the bay. It's nice up here, though. Yeah, check it out. The name of the team is Oracle Team USA, which beat Emirates Team New Zealand. But it's like Oracle Team USA, right? Or is it just Oracle Team USA? Or it's like Oracle Team USA. I don't know. I can't say that I've ever said it until just now. All right, see you at the dust. It might be the uh, helicopter here. Whoa, shit. Yeah. This is sort of like a MASH helicopter. We're flying um, We're flying past the New Bay Bridge. This thing looks still ugly. Ugly as fucking hell. If you haven't seen the New Bay Bridge, you guys should check it out. Google image. Uh, New Bay Bridge, San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, check that ugly? out. I don't like it. I, can, I, I always see it from... Um, I, t- I take uh, 92 over all the time, mm-hmm. or 84, whatever the fuck the name of that bridge is. I take a bridge over to Oakland all the time, where the Sons of Anarchy live. Right. Or no, that's where the Nines live. And uh, yeah, and I see it all the time over there. All right, so what do you rate AK-47? Oh, it's always a favorite of mine. Um, I like this one a lot. Again, nice, mellow smoke, not super harsh or anything. Uh, yeah. Very stony. And yeah, so, uh, uh, the right kind of head yes. high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're smoking a bowl here in a helicopter flying over the San Francisco Bay. Um, I guess light up your bowls, too. This would be our, what, third bowl now? Yeah. This is like a half a bowl here. I think. Yeah, we have to go to all of our traveling before our guest comes on. Alex Shane... Alex Shane podcast in the woods hanging out cast gray right <laughs> I'm I think you forgot words. something in there but yeah probably BFF cast no <laughs> that's all done I think he only has two podcasts now but yeah so um, yeah so the, so they won right how many days was this cup thing it seemed to go on for fucking ever uh, but apparently it's the best in nine races was this the one where last year somebody died or was it this year that somebody died no, last I think last year was the year where someone capsized. Yeah, and died. Yeah, like the Finnish team or the Swedish team or someone like that. Oh, okay. So someone died in the bay, man. Yep. Well, yeah. it wouldn't be the first time. It's just weird to see people come to, you know, someplace you live and you see every day of the year. And everyone's like, yeah, come on, it's a cool... You know, it's weird. Mm-hmm. You know how it is, anyone who lives everywhere. Like, people who live in New York don't give a fuck about New York. Well, you know, yeah, but well, San Francisco there, is one of the deal. largest destination cities in the world. Well, yeah, it's just weird how we take everything for granted until mm. like a big event comes around. Oh, yeah, that is cool. Let's go over there. <laughs> we should be visiting this stuff every day, guys. I should be walking across the Golden Gate Bridge every day, appreciating it. Right? No. No. I used to drive across it all the time. Yeah, I've been across it many a time. We're flying over it right now. So I'm to think of it. It's like the suicide um, capital bridge. Oh, uh, yeah. And there are... Um, is it? How many people jump? Well, it's not. Well, it's rent. not the most frequent, but a lot of people jump off. Oh, here's another one. Gate. A deficit pick of the week. Um, the IFC independent movie called The Bridge. Oh, <laughs> right. 
the documentary. The documentary about all those suicides in a year or something like that. Yeah, the guy just sets up a camera on the Golden Gate Bridge for a year and documents people jumping off of it. And they uh, and then they interview the families of the people and they go into the history of the people who jumped. It's pretty creepy. I watch it. It's a little slow, you know, because all you see is like a little blip and they t- do that typical white circle around the blip going off the bridge, you know. Mm-hmm. But some high school kid jumped off the bridge not too long ago and lived. He just got, uh, like, in trouble. <laughs> some, like, stupid, like, woo! You know, it's a fucking stupid high school kid. That's right. <laughs> Crazy fuck. Oh, man, yeah, so the Golden Gate Bridge, we're looping back around. We're going to go back under the Golden Gate Bridge this time. Uh, this will be one of, one of the 50 bridge unlocks you get while you're flying in San Andreas. Right? In San Andreas, is that it? All right, let's land a little bit here. We're landing. Hold on, there it goes. Whew. Yeah, so uh, San Andreas is really fun. Not San Andreas. Uh, uh, GTA five. Five. It's uh, just five, right? It's just five. So from what awesome. I've heard, everyone. Yeah, everyone. Like I said last week, everyone that plays that game, it lives in L.A. It's a total mock-up of L.A. Of course. Yeah, you can totally see it. It's weird. I think it's really well done. Is it? It is. And is I can't now? wait for multiplayer. That's going to be really cool. Dude, multiplayer is supposed to be insane. Apparently there will be microtransactions that will buy you in-game cash. Yeah, what about that? What do you think about that? I was going to bring that up. What is up with that? I think that's fucking lame. Do you think that's lame? So apparently these are um, British pounds. Hello, love. But they do have confirmed prices. And if you convert them into dollars, it's um, for 100,000 in-game bucks, it's 319. For 100... Oh, and then uh, 1.25 million in-game dollars is uh, 21 bucks. What? About. So 21 bucks for how much money? 1.25 million. <clears throat> so they're saying you can just pay money and to get have tons money. Tons of money in the game, yeah. But can you have that money mugged from you? Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> so you could be really. You, but no, that would be a crime because you would be losing real dollars, right? Because you paid cash for them. So there is some cash value to them. So if you were mugged in game, then could yes. you arrest the person who did so and um, charge them with like a digital mugging or some bullshit? Dude, I don't. Um, that would be funny. I don't know. You know some fucking pissed off nerd who got mugged for millions would do you want to think- sue at the very least. <laughs> but do you think holy shit, do you think that do you think that's gonna be an issue? Do you think people that paid for their money, when they take it out of their ATM and they're walking around with it and they want to go to ammunition to spend it, somebody comes up, caps them, takes like ten thousand bucks from them <laughs> that, that they just bought. That would give a um certain That's amount- virtual mugging. Right. Whoa. But that would make you really paranoid about who you played with, right? Yes, it would. That that but leaves a really cool aspect to the game. You know what? That wow. already happens in EVE Online. That PC space game. Uh-huh. It's like an MMO, but you're only in a ship, and you're, you build your ships bigger and bigger. Yeah, and, I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. So in that, you, have, um, you can convert your in-game dollars into currency. Okay. To actual cash. So you could convert... Whoa. You know, say I have a billion credits in the game. Yeah. I could convert that at a certain rate to dollars. Okay. And, then, and vice versa. And take money out? Yeah. 
So if you do really well in the game, you can actually make money off of it. I don't know how many people actually do, but theoretically, do you think it's Grand possible. Theft Auto is going to do that with their in-game, um, uh, what's it called? Digital muggings. Well, no, they have their in-game stock market. Oh they right, have... yeah, I did start playing the stock market. Yeah, what did you think of the stock market? I um, haven't episode? gotten my returns yet. Oh, you haven't? But... I haven't gotten anything yet either. Yeah. No, did I? No, I got something. I forget. I don't know. I'm just trying to do a bunch of heists and make money. Yeah. Quick. When you blow up dude's face, I poured like four thousand dollars into his stock. What was it? What was the stock name? Um, it was like Life Invader or something like that. <clears throat> no, you go into the competition stock. Oh, I haven't gotten that far then. Well, no, no, because they go, oh, go put it not in Life Invader stock, put it in the competition because their stock's going to rise when his face blows up. Mm. So you put it in the wrong stock, right? Or, in the wrong, or the Oh, right I may one. have. So you put it in the stock that just got blown up. Uh, where dude's face got blown up, yeah. Yeah, because I remember I didn't because it I, dropped it dropped sixty percent in uh, value. Because yeah, so it was super cheap, and I just bought a ton of it. Yeah, because for me, um, they so told who knows me to whether buy. They tank or not. They told me to buy somebody else's stock, and I forgot who it was. Mm. And I'm like, "Fuck, who the hell?" And I'm looking around. I'm like, mm. "What well, looks like a phone company?" Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot, so I bought into something. I forgot. I bought into like guns and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Can't ever hurt. But yeah, supposedly there's going to be microtransactions in multiplayer for Grand Theft Auto. Jesus. All right, let's rate Breaking Bad real quick before Shane gets on here. You're let's... not going to rate it with him? Uh, does he watch it? Oh, you're right. He doesn't. I don't know if he watches it. No, I don't think he has. I think Justin always tells him he needs to watch it, and Shane's like, I'll get there. No, no, no. I don't think he has watched it. Yeah, no, he hasn't. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay, now all of a sudden I have no sound coming out of my computer. Uh-oh. There it goes. <laughs> it's okay. like over. What? <laughs> it's like the final hammer thing. So uh, <laughs> You missed. Uh, from what? What did I miss? Oh, no. Okay, wait, I'm trying to get Breaking something. Breaking bad here. audio? Yeah, I'm trying to get something. Hmm. Okay. No, but Breaking Bad this week was insane. It was the same thing. It was... um. More, so what happened last week? More standoffs. But, okay, if you want to catch up, this is for everybody out there. If they want to catch up, they're playing all 61 episodes. Holy shit. 8 o'clock uh, every Wednesday. Or no, no, from now until uh, Wednesday. Or until next Sunday. Oh, just a straight marathon? Yes. Oh. Eight, 61 episodes of Breaking Bad. Non-stop. So, but if you want to record the last eight that you haven't seen and you don't want to get it on DVD, record them now. No, they have everything on Netflix. No, they don't. They only have up to five. You can record the whole season right now, or the last ah. from four to five, or five to six, mm-hmm. at least, you know? That, that's the that's a clue for everybody. I'll have to take a like, look at uh, that. I told my dad to do it. I just got my uh, Xfinity yeah. remote app, so I'll don't, program Don't it. trust that on there. I always do that, then I go over here. I'm like, what the fuck? It's not even programmed in there. Ah. Don't trust it yet. It's still fucking goofy. Is it? Okay. Yeah, because I trusted it once, and it wasn't fucking on. Well, I'll check, because I just added something from it the other day. Yeah, just double check and make sure it works, because, I don't know, it doesn't work right. They're, they're a little goofy with their Xfinity bullshit. But okay, so Breaking Bad. Yeah! Who's watching it? Nobody? Anybody? Everybody. Everybody? Even though I'm two seasons back. We'll, run over, we'll run over the um, Emmy Awards. Uh, when Shane gets on here too, but um, but yeah, so 
it was awesome. So basically, Walter now is now he got in the remember I was telling you the disappearer picks him up. And the uh, the disappearer was Robert Forrester. Mm-hmm. Remember him? He's from Nurse Jackie. The name sounds familiar. I, I never watched Nurse Jackie. Oh. No, not Nurse Jackie. No, um, uh, Jackie Brown. Jesus Christ. He's the main guy in Jackie Brown. You've seen him. He's an old school actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Robert Forrester's in it. He's the disappearer. <laughs> and, uh, and a strange fact came out. He's part of the 90, 99.9% club, or the 999 club. So that is the people that have an IQ of over, what is it, 149. Wow. 149 or higher. And that's only uh, 99.9%. So he's part of the 999 club. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's only... And what? if you turn it upside down, it's 666. So he's part of the 666 club. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the inner circle of the 999 oh, club. Oh, also, there's another fact for people who are in the show. The hockey game that was playing in the background on the TV, they only showed it for a split second. And it was like a game between, like, I forget the two teams, but one of them came as a comeback. And it was a was it game. The what? 1984 US and Russia? No, 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 no. This is 90. It was like, a, they said it was a 98 game, 1998 mm. game. It was between blah, 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 blah. Mm. And, uh, and it was played on Friday the 13th. So that might be like it. But oh. you have to look so deep. Into you have to look up that hockey game. Well, you game. have to be a, a crazy the? Breaking Bad fan <laughs> and a hockey fan. Yes. And how many of those are there? Oh, I don't man. know. But that's a that's a niche <clears throat> reference, dude. I reckon I remember that game there. I was there, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. Somebody because they remembered because it had some of the announcing in the background, so you could mm-hmm. tell like who was playing against who. If right, you right. know sports, you would or know. or just by looking at the jerseys. Yes. a lot of the time, right. Well, it was barely on the TV. It was mm. like in the background. You hear it in the background. Oh, like, okay. oh, blah, 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 sets up the shot. You know. Oh, okay. Famous play then. Yes. I'm just like, oh, my. And they're all, oh, that's da-da-da from blah, 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 blah. So that, and yeah, there's just so many weird shit people read into this show. So Walter White is basically, has been driven up to um, New Hampshire. So he's he's on a four-acre, um, a four, so basically... He's on a four-acre plot of land up in the middle of nowhere in New Hampshire on a cabin mm-hmm. that he built. He has no internet, no TV, no anything. He's stuck up there with his $11 million. Um, so basically, he's just basically stuck up there. Robert Forrester comes back and forth. You know, He's up there for six months. I think it's a six-month time period. He's stuck mm-hmm. up there. So he's just sitting up there like, hmm. he's losing weight. He's getting chemo. His hair is growing back. He gets his beard. Mm-hmm. He gets his little, he gets new eyeglasses. And he also, um, where else does he go? Well, he tries to basically, Robert Forrest says, don't leave this house. He's like, if you leave this house, I can't protect you. If you leave this property, I can't protect you. You know, Mm -hmm. he's like, I guarantee if you go off this property, you're going to get caught. There's a nationwide manhunt out for you and blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, so everyone's looking for Walter White. They're interrogating his wife. Wow. You know, and even even Saul was telling him like, cause they're both at the disappearers at one point mm-hmm. and Saul was telling him like, yeah, you can't do anything. He's like right now. And, and they find out they just caged up his house because they, he, they have no money. So they took the house. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah, now they're taking everything. And, and, um, who was it? Yeah. Saul was saying just to fucking turn yourself in and don't leave your family hanging, mm-hmm. you know, cause they're going to take the brunt of everything because if they can't find you, they're going to take it out on your wife and kids. Right. And they're going to try, you know, milk Especially them for money. Especially if you have no money 
and yeah. you have a mortgage on the house. Yeah. So yeah. So so he was right that way, and he's like, no. So Walter, uh, who's that? Oh, that's uh, Sir Kayak. But uh, <laughs> he can come on too if he wants. Yeah. But Walter, he uh, he just like butts up. He like butts heads with him. He's like, no, you're gonna come with me. And do do do. He's like, look for a hitman in this. And so while he's trying to yell <laughs> at him, oh, that's a good idea. Well, yeah. While while he's trying to yell at him, he starts coughing. You know, and like he just collapses in front of him in a coughing fit. And mm-hmm. Saul just walks around and was like, no, dude. He's like, you're done. He's like, bye. <laughs> and he just walks off. Mm-hmm. Wow. So so Saul's out of the picture. He went to God for Indiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the disappearer took him to Indianapolis, Indiana, mm-hmm. where he's going to be the manager of a Cinnabon in three months if he's lucky. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so Saul's gone. He's out of the picture. So we know where he's going to go. And then uh, so Walter goes to Nebraska, sits in the cabin, uh, musters up. And while this is happening, yeah, Marie's getting harassed. Jesse is now cooking. He's up to 96% was the last cook. Mm. And Jesse tries to escape. And from the grandpas of anarchy? Yeah, from the grandpas of anarchy. Or the uh, Nazis of anarchy. Or the, yeah. <clears throat> Son's grandpa anarchy. So yeah, he tries to escape. But to any event, you know, they have cameras. It's a fucking, it's like a, um, what's it called? Uh, a compound, you know, like a white supremacist compound they have this motherfucker in. So, so he's surrounded by multiple <clears throat> people with guns. Multiple people with guns, high fences with razor wire and cameras. Okay. He tries to escape. What a well, he night. didn't know. He's stuck in this pit like seven feet down Jeez. with a cage on top of him. And they only bring him out to cook and throw him back in there. Wow. So he's been doing this for six months. Jeez. So Jesse's been in this pit. <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, shitty story. Yeah, Jesse's been in this pit for six months. They have a bucket for him to shit and piss in with toilet paper. And, uh, you know, it's just brutal. Mm-hmm. So Jesse's just like fucked. Okay. And so when he tries to escape, they go, okay, okay, this is your lesson. They go to Andrea's house, pull out that girl Andrea with Brock, shoot her in the back of the head in front of him. You know, and it's like, fuck, that was fucked up. She's boom, dead. So now, so now Andrea's dead, you know, mm. and that was all Walter White's fault. Because Walter White, remember, had the white supremacist sit at, they had the white supremacist sit at his house or sit at her house to wait for Jesse to show up. Mm-hmm. So if Walter White never went there, they would have not known that she was involved. She was involved at all, or Jesse knew her. So Walter got her killed, you know, just totally fucking because he doesn't give a shit. Right. He's a sociopath. Yeah, he's like, Clearly. oh, whoops. He just doesn't care about the freaking repercussions. He's he like, oh, well, we he just... doesn't care about anyone. <clears throat> you know, yeah. he's willing to let his wife and kids uh, get kicked out of the house and burned. Yeah, it's just crazy. So, um, so at the, after that point, they go up to Walter White. He puts ten hundred thousand dollars in it. Insure they have insure for him because he has to drink because <laughs> he's getting old and losing weight. So they put a hundred. He puts a hundred thousand bucks out of the barrel into insure. Goes down because he says there's a there's a two horse town eight miles down the road. So he walks down there. Has a lady call Flynn, who is he's not called Walt Junior anymore. He's called Flynn. Mm-hmm. So he calls him and goes, "Hey, I have money for you. Let's mail it to your friend's house." And they're there, he's like, "You want to give me money?" So you killed Hank. He's like, he's like, fuck you, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. He's yeah. like, you're an asshole. He's like, no. He's like, I hate you. He's like, why don't you die? You know, and hangs up the phone. He's like, fuck. So mm-hmm. he's just totally lost. Calls the DEA, right? And I was like, holy shit. So he calls the DEA, turns himself into the DEA, leaves the phone hanging, goes over to have a drink at the bar, and sees the two, um, the husband and wife of Grey Matter on Charles Kuralt, mm-hmm. I think it is. 
right? And they're talking about, oh, yeah. And they gave the money they were going to give Walter, they gave that to an anti-drug thing in Al- Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> nice. And they're going, oh, what does it feel? How do, how do the ties? It was like, what are your um, ties and affiliations with one of the biggest meth kingpins, you know, in New Mexico? Mm-hmm. You know, this Heisenberg, a.k.a. Walter White, you know, and they're like, no, no, he had nothing to do with our company, which is bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, oh, no, it's only the name because his name is, uh, I forget his name, it's um, Black, but in Spanish, uh, no, Black in German, Swartz, mm-hmm. Swartz in um, White, so that's Gray, so Gray Matter. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, no, he only came up with the name, so he watches that. He's like, what the fuck? And also in the news report. Yeah, did they ever explain how he lost the piece of the company or whatever it was? Yeah, he didn't, he got bought out. Uh. He put all that money into it and they bought him out. So... So he's like, fuck you. <laughs> so then he, um, yeah, they bought his ass out. So he, so also, they're also said that, do you think Heisenberg's still around? Because there still is traces of his um, uh, so-called blue meth around, like in Europe and popping up here and there. So now he knows Jesse's still alive and cooking. Okay, so that's another clue right there. He knows his blue meth is still out there. Because it's been six months, that shit wouldn't be out there still. So you think he's going to go back and rescue Jesse in the final episode? No, I don't think so. Um, I think he might want to go kill him, but but okay. So so that's the blue meth. So yeah. So so after that, he leaves the bar. Fucking cops show up, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Total leaving your dick hanging in the wind. Well, it's the last fucking fifty-two minutes next week, right? Of Breaking Fucking Bad. Holy you shit. You're going to chug a whole bottle of whiskey when you're done, <sighs> drown your sorrows? No. Oh, God. I get so sick. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh. Okay, the equivalent for you, having a cap full of whiskey. No. Ew, that would still... Uh, seriously, that would make me sick. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh. There's no way, dude. So, yeah. So, it's weird. It's going to be fucking trippy as shit. The last fucking Breaking Bad. So, if you want to watch them again, they're on AMC. I forget what time. You said like 8 o'clock something. Eight o'clock. I don't know. Starting tonight, which will be already gone when you hear this podcast, but starting Wednesdays, first episode. So I give the uh, f- four to five eye holes, uh, five out of five uh, ear holes. No, four to five ear holes, five to five eye holes, and four to five cabin fevers. <laughs> Woo! All right, what do you got? Oh, I got some funny stuff here. Um, so I bumped into this article on in popular science um so take it for what it's worth but you know everyone who has ever taken acid or read anything about psychedelics has always heard about flashbacks yeah acid so, flashbacks man yeah man and how they're supposed to come out of nowhere and fuck your mind yeah that shit is as it turns out not something that most people should be concerned about People have done studies since on illicit users of acid and other psychedelics, and they've shown that it's like 1% of people who take acid experience flashbacks. Oh, shit. And with them, it's all the time. It's got a special name, yeah. It's called uh, hallucinogen persisting perception disorder. Hallucinogen persistent perception disorder? Which so is H, which is what is that H H P P D H P P D yeah so it's you see weird 
geometric hallucinations, flashes of color, after images, and false perceptions of movement, right? That's everything a flashback is supposed to be. Yes. But they experience it constantly or very frequently. How about they just have lame brains, right? They could, yeah. There he is. Um, but nevertheless, most of us yes. don't have to worry about flashbacks. Well, no, but is that like something in their head? They don't explain it. I don't think they know that much. Uh-oh, about it. who's this guy? Oh, there he is. Hello. What's up, dude? So we just broke down Breaking Bad and Skip's in the middle of... So this is um, Mr. Alex Shane Gray from At Hanging Outcast, At Podcast in the Woods. At, yeah. What's the other one? At... That's it. That's it? Yeah, I uh, got rid of all my other podcasts. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, he has a weekly podcast, guys. You guys should check out. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, Hanging Outcast. So. Him, and, him and Justin are hilarious. I hope so. Okay, hold hold on. So Skip was in the middle of something. So what's up? Oh, I was just saying flashbacks are bullshit. So acid flashbacks do not exist. That's right. That's what you're saying? Okay. Well, I, I actually, I qualify that. I was saying that some people do experience them, but it's an actual psychiatric disorder, and they experience it all the time instead of just like out what? of the blue and infrequently. Oh, so but who are do have these people taken acid though? Yes. But have people had flashbacks that haven't taken acid? This is strictly for people who have taken acid. Right. And they're just going, oh, yeah. Some For some reason, the after effects of the LSD stay with them. It's something in their body chemistry, the structure of their brain, whatever the fuck. They don't define it that well in this article. Oh, weird. But nevertheless, studies since the 50s when there was the big LSD craze and fear and everything, and it was yeah. all outlawed in, what, the 70s? Tune in, drop out, and yeah, what was it? Leary, right? Um, drop out and tune in, tune in or drop out. What was it? No, oh god, put me on the spot. Drop no, out, remember. tune in. What was it, Shane? For uh, wait, hold on. Timothy I just Leary came in here. Timothy Leary. Timothy Leary. He was the um, the LSD the, man, uh, the guy who popularized LSD, make it fun, made it fun for all the yeah, kids. Yeah, well, I mean. Yeah, he was a psychiatrist or something, right? He was uh, using the effects of LSD to study psychosis. No, to get chicks naked. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hold on now. Hold on now. Turn That's on, tune in, drop out. Yeah, turn on. So you turn the chicks on, tune them in, tune in Tokyo <laughs> with their little titties, and boom, drop them out. Boom. Drop a load in them. <laughs> well, I can tell that I came in at a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> So how you been doing, dude? Um, I just had an interesting conversation about my nursing career. So that was good. <laughs> so it was a good conversation. Um, I'm I'm gonna go back to school and get a license because I've been doing I've been doing nursing for like six years, but unofficially. So uh-huh. unofficially, gonna, what, you just sneak into the hospital and throw on like some <laughs> some scrubs and shit. You're like, hey, I can help you here. Well, no, I do it as transgendered. I dress up like a candy striper. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> this is like, the ugliest candy striper I've ever seen. And a so huge like, one. <laughs> it's like a six-foot candy striper. Excuse me, nurse. Jesus, what a beard. What a beard on you. Uh, uh, no, um, I went to medical assisting school, which is, uh, anybody listening, the biggest fraud like on the planet. I mean, it's possible to make something of yourself, but if you're not bilingual and you're not hot with like a set of double D's automatically, really? then it's it's hard to get a job. But I mean, 
Yeah, so, you know, I went to the whole medical assisting thing, you know, the, like, shit where you're sitting down on Saturday mornings, and it's like, hey, yo, dude, what you doing sitting on the couch? Why don't you go out there and get your education? Call now. You know? Like, I went to one of those schools. Oh, one of those afternoon commercial ones. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, DeVry School for blah, blah, blah. And... Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So, so... so you're going to go get an RN or a BSN? Uh, none of that. I, I, like, I'm just going to become a certified nursing aide, a CNA, because I've okay. been, yeah, I've been, I've been working in nursing for like seven years. Do you so. watch Nurse Jackie? Uh, I never got the appeal. Uh, is she supposed to be attractive? I'm really no, confused. no, no. Come on, no. <laughs> I think she's a decent I, I actress. She's a good actress. She's not attractive. No. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's about a drug addicted um, nurse. Yeah, she's on like oxycodone or fucking. Well, now in the episode, she's spoiler alert sober, but well, that takes all the fun out of it. I don't know. It just started losing its appeal. I like the first two episodes of it or first two seasons. Well, yeah, that's like Californication in like season five or whenever it was when they're like Hank Moody has to go to rehab. You're like, uh, okay, sure. yeah, yeah, because uh, I have to go change the <clears throat> channel. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm fourth episode in the second season. It's getting a little repetitive even then. I'm like, okay. You know, it's funny writing. It's goofy. Yeah, definitely. So uh, Dexter had its series finale. Yes, it did. It's hardcore, man. That is that is hardcore. Um, okay. I just recently... Okay, well, well, really quick, a little kind of... Not really backstory, um, but uh, the... the the only season of Dexter I don't know front and back was season four because every time I watched it, I was drunk. And I think the last time I was on your show, I said that. Okay. So I popped in the DVDs and I have one more episode left, but, you know, we already know how that ends. I'm not going to spoil it because I don't think Skip. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Skip, you're on season five, five. already, right? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I'm almost done with season five, too. Okay. Yeah. So I basically got up to the last to the last episode, which is, you know, the one where, where, you know, Trinity's going to leave town and Dexter thinks he gets him and then he does get him and then Reed is dead and all that. So I'm on that episode, but, um, yes, th- dude, there was something fucking weird about that season. I'm telling you everything. He had a two pay. He color- had a, he had a wig the whole time. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Because of the, when he was sick. Ho- Hodgkin's lymphoma. Right. Yeah. Yes. No, I mean, I can't believe he beat it, but I mean, Dude, all the colors like fucking Quinn lived in like a yellow like <laughs> house, and it was like Dexter's always you know wore vibrant colors. He's wearing like freaking Quinn was wearing like neon blue fucking polo shirts, and like <laughs> dude, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, no wonder I don't remember this season because I was drunk watching it. I probably thought I was hallucinating with that some of that LSD shit. But I mean, <laughs> dude, the colors are just so weird, and like every. Um, every episode, the like music, the music is it, it is so just noir. The whole entire season plays like a like detective noir, and it's like the strangest thing I've I, I've never seen it in Dexter. Dexter is usually you know quirky and things like that, and this was yeah. just like a really dark season. I, th- I think that's why I liked it the most because yeah. it was so dark. I like the whole dark aspect of it. I like how um, I just like the I like John Lithgow as a bad guy. You know, he's a great uh, bad guy. He's just crazy and weird. Yeah, he was what made that Stallone movie about climbing the mountain awesome. Oh, oh, a clit banger? <laughs> Cliffhanger, yeah, that's right. He <laughs> was what made that movie cool, his psycho fucking acting. Yeah, yeah, he was great in clit banger. 
Yeah, dude. <laughs> Did you just, wait, what? <laughs> Clint Banger, come on. I know. I was like, holy shit, wait a minute. What? Uh, it's wait perfect. a minute. What? Is that perfect. like uh, is that like the uh the uh, award winning uh, pornography film There Will Be Come? <laughs> Which I'm just like, really? Come is it, on, guys. Is seriously this <laughs> There Will Be Come? <laughs> this is watermelon. <laughs> That's great. All right. Oh, hey, we just smoked a bowl of watermelon. What do you rate that? I rate about a 6.7. It's a little dry, but I like you know, it. Yeah, you don't like the fluffy. I don't mind it so much because the weight is all the same in the end, but um, watermelon is a good sativa. I like it. It's sweet. It's weird. It's a, uh, yeah. It's a- not fruity, just kind of sweet, like sugar cane almost. It's weird. Sugar cane. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I'll go a little bit higher, uh, 7.5 out of 10. What do you rate it, Shane? Uh, let's see. Watermelon, <laughs> good on a summer day. Five out of five. Nice. Five out of five seedless, genetically altered watermelons. <laughs> hey, you know what? Japanese watermelons are square. Well, they grow them inside of a box, though. Yeah. I know. Well, at least you don't have so square cool. watermelons. <laughs> <clears throat> well, they have to fit them in their small refrigerators. That's why they do it. Mm. It makes sense. You know, refrigerators are square. Watermelons are fucking round. Hey, let's make this shit square. Right? I know. Well, I mean, they're really, really progressive people over there. Really what did progressive. I, God, what did I just see on Boing Boing about Japan? It was, um, uh, God damn it, it was uh, uh, yogurt. No, it was, it was um, not yogurt. It was tapioca, like pudding. It was pudding, but you could, uh, they had, came with molds, and one of the molds was a butt. So, so you put the mold so it has a butt. What? So you put so it's like it's like a plastic thing. There's like a couple of funny faces sitting around it, and then there's a butt. So the guy made the butt mold, and you know it's like a little like three inch by two inch butt. Mm, yeah. And you put it in the middle of a martini glass, and you poured like some blue weird shit around it, <laughs> and then put a little piece on it so it looked like it had a thong on it. <laughs> it was oh on it was on boingboing.com. Are you serious? It's called like the uh, I think it was I called that no, it was called butt pudding. <laughs> oh, that's something I'll order off the menu. <laughs> yeah, it was total Japanese, dude. But I don't pudding. know. I don't know what the problem is with the Japanese. Like the thing is, is that anytime you see anything, whether you know, I don't know if you guys tumble, if you're on Tumblr or whatever, all the Japanese. I'll stuff, tumble for you. I'll <laughs> tumble for you. Exactly. No, I mean, dude, it was completely, completely in honor of Boy George. But I mean, dude. <laughs> Dude, everything with them is it's like it's like you either got to be able to program it or fuck it. And it's like <laughs> even uh, just everything, everything they come out with, it's like, oh, yeah, this is a new phone, but you yeah. could hook up this piece and fuck it. And I'm just like, wow, everything well, you could do is they're really well, sexually. I guess, oh, well, speaking of that, they're in like I think they have them now. They're basically um, almost robotic fuck dolls that you could, it's almost like a hooker. You go into the house with it and you fuck it. What you know, and there's also yeah. Is it like the little Honda robot you see? No, it's in like you know, it's like a flashlight with like a robot attached to it. Basically, <laughs> what it is. <laughs> That's all it is. So, you know, it's a little brutal. But yeah, but the but the men will just fuck it and just walk away. You know, like whatever. So these are Japanese sexy bots. Yeah, Japanese sex bots. I'm pretty wow. sure that they have them. They've started making them. It's like you know, whatever. It's. I think it's because um, that's like there's a lot of population overflow or something. I have no idea. It's crazy shit. 
All right, so back to Dexter. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> you know so, how the show goes. Um, so it is. COVID. How did you feel about? <laughs> Um, Daniel Vogel being the sort of final big bad, kind of Dexter's enemy, you know, the brain surgeon. The old bad? Um, yeah. <laughs> she was horrible. I didn't like her. She's like, Dexter, why don't oh, no, you no, do no, that? No, 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 she... no, 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 Daniel. I mean, uh, Bra- uh, Saxton, Oliver Saxton. Oh, Saxton was lame too. He was just Saxton, like... I mean... <clears throat> All, all of a sudden, they just throw him in there, like, in the last six episodes. Oh, yeah, I have a son. He was a psychopath. He lit something on fire, then he escaped. Like, okay. It was, I don't know, it was just too thrown together. Uh, it, felt, <clears throat> it felt very thrown together, and then they made the whole finale, oh, well, you know, Dexter has to kill this guy and then leave Miami. And it's kind of like, well, Why did okay. he have to kill him? He didn't really have to kill him. Yeah, he didn't, but then when he let him go, then Deb suffered, like, really bad in that. It's just like, the second that he let the guy go, and was just like, okay, look, I'm gonna let Deb handle this so I can go, you know, fuck my blonde girlfriend, or whatever, and... (laughs) It was so lame, he's like, hey, Deb, you handle it later, I'm not gonna notice anything else around me like I do before, because I'm on the phone. Yeah. Ugh. Horrible. And then, the second that he steps out of the picture... Um, fucking uh, Marshall, whatever, gets stabbed in the fucking heart. Clayton gets stabbed in the heart. He dies. Deb gets shot. And then it's just like, all right, well, I'm going to leave. And then, you know, then, you know, on the next episode, it's like, hey, Dexter, uh, everybody's on to you. And this is like crazy. Now, here's what I want to talk about. I want to say um, I want to talk about. Did you read the Reddit spoilers, the like spoilers that were like released on Reddit before the episode <clears throat> premiered? No, but I listened to your uh, podcast in the woods. Oh, you did. Okay. So yes, yeah, I listened to you for the Dexter information because you're the Dexpert. Yeah, and well, and it, I saw the t- pictures that you tweeted out like like maybe three weeks before with him carrying Deb off the horribly done bad backdrop background for a hospital. Yeah, it's <laughs> like what is this? What is this? WB in 1995? What the fuck? What are these fucking <laughs> graphics going on here? Yeah, and. So, okay, so basically the only thing about the spoilers that were true um, was that was that Deb passed away, but she didn't flatline on her own. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, is that in that spoiler, the one thing I wanted to actually be accurate in this quote-unquote spoiler leak was that uh, Hurricane Laura washes all of... All of um, all of his bodies ashore. Yes, I would, that, would, that was a, be a great um, ending, but he dropped the bodies in a riptide, basically. Remember, he dropped them in an underwater current, so yeah, they'd be washed out. Yeah, it was out. the Great Atlantic Current. Yeah, he it's dropped the them largest in, current on the, in the Atlantic. Yeah, he dropped, so that would never really work, because they would have been washed away. What's the time span for the whole show? Do they know, like a year, two years? Well, Three. Um, let's see. In season four... Uh, Harrison was an infant, and then in season six... He's still an infant. He's still an infant, and then in season seven, he's going to college and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, like, walking around. He's like, he's like, hey, Dad, where's Hannah? It's going to be, yeah. Hot. It's going to be the new TV series, Harrison. <laughs> and he'll just be like, it'll be like a close-up shot of him with a backpack and a smile and a little glint off of his tooth while he's walking to school. <laughs> um, I don't... Um, to be honest, I would, and, and like, that's something that, 
that I probably should have paid attention to. But I think between season four and now, it was like two years, like two or three years. Okay. I think. Um, Harrison being that big is probably the only thing that doesn't make sense. But, I mean, you know, there's there's like strict child labor laws on, you know, on uh, like how long kids can be acting when they're infants and all that shit. So, oh, yeah, they get around that shit all the time. They just go, hey, just (laughs) sign off on this. We'll give you an extra 10,000. Okay. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And then and then, of course, you know, you know, Harrison this season, you know, was a twin. You know, he was twins also. Oh, so that uh, so both of them couldn't act, huh? (laughs) when that kid had that kid couldn't even hold a fucking rag to his fake bloody chin i see he pulled it off twice in the hospital when (laughs) when uh hannah put him on the desk i'm like i can see your chin's not cut you horrible acting and the cameraman should have been like took another shot the editor is horrible too come on you didn't see that mr editor (laughs) come on man it's just got lazy they're just like uh okay this thing's over with i already got a new job uh that's what it seemed like right yeah, I mean, I felt like, um, um, I f- okay, what I, originally I thought they were going to fuck it up. I thought they were going to do something dumb, like have Dexter, like, get shot and die or something stupid. And I was like, I was like, if they do that, that's going to be like a big fuck you to the audience. But then when, when the shit started hitting the fan and, like, I could kind of see where it was going, me and my girlfriend were watching it and she was like, wait a minute wait a minute, how is he going to go meet with Hannah? Like, why is he taking his boat way out there? Like, you know, there's a storm. And I went, ah, he's going to dump her ass over and then, um, you know, like, right off into the storm, a la point break. I was like, gonna be <laughs> Totally, dude, he does the point break maneuver. <laughs> I totally didn't get that. Nice kid. He's not coming back. <laughs> like, he's totally point break. <laughs> actually, 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 if you really want to get specific, I wrote it down. This was three endings. Um, this was like three movies in one. Let me let me pull up my my notes. Uh, I wrote okay. it to, to talk about on hanging, but I know Justin doesn't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Dexter finale was part The Dark Knight Rises, part Point Break, and part The Town. Okay. Okay. Now, now anybody remembers Point Break? Obviously. Um, when Ace goes off, you know, to catch you know, the God the wave. wave. Yeah. yeah, catch the crazy wave in the uh-huh. of, of, of liver cancer. Wait, no, wait, that's <laughs> real life. Hold on. No, Man, he catches he catches the pancreatic cancer wave. <laughs> <laughs> Rode that one in. Rode that one all the way down, baby. <laughs> exactly. While screaming Wolverines. But, uh, <laughs> so, so, um. So uh, Dexter um, takes a slice of life into this giant storm, cleverly named Hurricane Laura, his mother, Laura Mosher. Yeah, exactly. Right. I remember, yeah, then, somebody said something about that, too. I'm like, that was weird. Then it cuts to a scene that is reminiscent of The Dark Knight of um, Hannah McKay and Harrison at this, <clears throat> you know, little quaint like outdoor cafe where you think she's going to look up and see – Dexter sitting across the way winking at her like, hey, I'm alive. I could, I could see that because they fuzz everything out in the background, sort of like the Dark Knight and shit. In that one scene where, it's, where they're supposed to be in Paris or something, right? Yeah. I, I love I love how Harrison just doesn't give a fuck where his, kid, where his dad is. He's like, oh, hey. And I knew, that, I knew that Dexter was going to run away the second she's like, I love Hannah. I'm like, come on. I love her too, buddy. I'll see you when I see you. 
<laughs> okay, so keep going. <laughs> so, so we're thinking, okay, you know, now it cuts to them in a foreign location, and we're going to see Dexter maybe. And I thought if they do that, that is so Dark Knight. And then she looks at the iPad and sees, which which um, I'm sure this makes front page news everywhere. Local forensic tech who nobody knew who he was <laughs> fucking dies. <laughs> You're like, uh, okay. And then there's a picture of him in a suit. Like, wait, what? But it's like, okay, yeah. sure. And that was pretty, yeah, that's pretty funny. It's like, yeah, it's not like the internet has thousands of other stories it could fucking put up. <laughs> that's yeah, that's I, a good I point. Mean, that, you know, that would be under, you know, Khloe Kardashian's new fucking thong. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, so... So, like, then there's that. And then here's the part where it becomes The Town, which is a great film, but an even better novel. And at the end of that novel, everybody died. You know, you know, it's, you know, Boston bank robbers, all that. You guys saw the movie? Yes. No, I didn't yes. see it. Yes. Yeah, I saw it. Well, I lo- I but I know it. the premise. That's a great movie. Well, either way, Ben Affleck uh, gets away at the end of The Town. Batfleck. And then it cuts <laughs> to him kind of on, like, a riverfront wearing like a flannel with a big beard waiting for that girl who never showed up because he's a bank robber. Sort of like that dog in China. Yeah. And so then, so then um, after we see that, you know, Dexter, you know, gave Deb a proper burial, did all this. Now Hannah and, and them are there and then it cuts away from that and we think it's over, but then no, no, fade into you know, a giant uh, lumberjack truck carrying, you know, fade, fade into, trees. yeah, yeah, Dexter Wolverine. Yeah, and then, you know, fade into a guy coming off of a truck with a hard hat and a flannel, kind of a faraway shot. And then I'm like, that's him. My girlfriend's like, is that him? And I'm like, that's him. It has and then to they be. show Dexter with a beard, being a lumberjack in uh, Oregon or somewhere. And, um, uh, this was interesting because I listened to the podcast with the, uh, with the producer. Oh, I was like, oh, you did a great and, job. Uh, hey, I thank you. I did a great job. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do do a lot of that. And then the writer, Scott Reynolds, asked him, so why did you prefer or, 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 you know, why did like, why did you go with no voiceover when it showed Dexter for the last time? And he said, because I didn't want those kind of questions answered. Like, I didn't want I didn't want them to, like, you know, know if he if he went on killing wanted everything to be implied so they're like okay so Dexter that's it he's he's given up I mean he's you know he's torturing himself basically yeah I I believe yeah I think that ending that they gave with him just staring was saying that yes the monster was back and the monster is now killing trees in the forest (laughs) 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 and that's how he's he's like he's like this tree is gonna die tonight that's a massive kill table I got another tree down tonight. Like, what are you doing out in the forest? Dexter's stabbing a tree. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then um, <laughs> another thing uh, Scott, Scott Reynolds brought up to Scott Buck on the podcast was like, oh, yeah, you know, and then it shows him in the Pacific Northwest, which is the land of serial killers. Yeah. And I just went, oh, really? Well, see, I didn't really, I didn't look that deep into it. And then Scott Buck goes, yeah. And he goes, so does that mean anything? He's like, I don't think we really wanted wanted it to mean anything we just wanted it to be as far away from miami as possible well yeah over here in california (laughs) up in oregon probably yeah but no but no i completely agree that last look is is sort of a yep like the dark passengers this is what i believe this is i think um 
This is from from just that stare. I got that the dark passenger was back. He wasn't going by a code anymore, and he wasn't. And he didn't have anything holding him back this time, as far as family or anybody. He doesn't have a conscious now. He's more just an animal. That's what it seemed like. Yeah, and you know what? That can be completely interpreted because he lives in a serial killer shack. Like, it shows mm-hmm. him go into what basically, you know, where every serial killer... I mean, you know... You Jason know, Voorhees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jason Voorhees. Ed <laughs> Gein, you know, the lived in a shack. Everybody knows that. But, um, so, so uh, favorite moments from the final episode? Uh, How about from the whole series, man? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap from it up. What, what? <laughs> from well, I mean, from each season, season one, favorite favorite moments. Go ahead. Um, uh, both, De- both. Deb's vulgar mouth. Yeah, uh-huh. I think uh, just the first time hearing Deb as vulgar as she was was one of my favorite mm-hmm. parts of the first season. Because it was it was a surprise to hear a girl talk like that, and there hasn't been a girl oh. talking like that since. <laughs> you know, true. on any show. Going, fucking fuck shit, fuck Dexter, fucking cunt yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like every single bad word has come out of her mouth. Yeah. She was awesome. So, yeah, I like that about the first season. Or that was my favorite part about the first season. Go, Skip. Mm, that's the ice truck killer. So, I would say the twist uh, with Dexter's brother being. Also, a serial killer, although one without that moral code. Yeah, people were wanting um, like all the all of his deaths to show up like Jedi spirits behind him in the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Could you permit? You know, like his brother standing there, right. and then his dad standing there, and, and then Trinity. Deb standing there. What is those for? Oh. Deb, brother, and um, now and they're dad. all voices in his head. You know, like a sort of a Jedi ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been weak. I wouldn't have liked that either. Mm-hmm. I like how he was just, that was it. He doesn't have anyone holding him back now. So people, like, everyone is hoping for a fucking movie. Mm. What do you think? A Dexter slasher in the um, woods movie? They could, I think... They could do it. I think that the reason they left him alive and they left the ending so open is so that they could do a movie if they get around to it. Oh, just wait for Kickstarter. Kickstarter's gonna start a Dexter movie. You know, mm. watch. Oh God! So, hey, like, come on! Watch. God. They're gonna pay the writer forty million dollars, so they can pay another forty dollars to go see it, and then pay more money to buy it on DVD. <laughs> so they're just like, "We'll pay for everything, guys! Come on!" <laughs> it doesn't always work. Though. Um, I know. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying that doesn't always work. It didn't work for Firefly at all. No, it didn't. But that's how Kickstarter works. Yeah. And I mean, didn't it not, I mean, didn't it look like it worked for Veronica Mars, but then nothing came of it, right? Yeah, where is that? Like, it's in no, they're, they're filming it right now, man. Oh, it's all, oh yeah, mind. dude, it's coming down, dude. Oh, yeah, they definitely blew past their goal, that's for sure. Yeah, they made like $50 million in two hours or something. She's like, oh my God, Veronica Mars! <laughs> I've never seen the fucking show. Oh my God, I remember that obscure show that was on for three seconds. I want to donate. Wasn't that like Um, a WB show about a female detective or or UPN or one of those? I don't know, dude. It just looks horrible. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, anyway. Oh, so my favorite moments from season one um, when Dexter uh, falls into the motel room full of blood. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 
he collapses because it reminds him of what he doesn't know yet, his mother being chopped to death by a chainsaw. And then the second one is when he goes to Joe Driscoll's house. He gets the letter that his biological father has passed away, and he is the um, he is the uh, last, uh, what do you call it, known whatever you, I don't know, what the hell do you call it? Descendant. Error or whatever. Descendant, there we go. And uh-huh. then, then um, Rita, Dexter, uh, Deb, and Rudy Cooper, the ice truck killer, go to the house. And as they're wrapping up all his stuff, Dexter's using garbage bag and tape, and Rudy's using the, like, butcher paper and the twine, and they're, like, blasting rock music. That's one of my, seriously one of my favorite moments ever because they're clearly doing their serial killer wrap up tools to like wrap up all this old shit in this guy's house. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I don't remember that part. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> yeah, so those those are probably my two favorite moments, and of course, uh, you know, the ending where he has Deb on the table and he's like, "Hey, bro, I prepared it for you. It's time for you to kill her," and he's like, "No, I can't." Then they have their kind of you know iconic fight. Yeah, their their um, brother spat. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then one of my favorite lines of all time, which is, you can't be a killer and a hero, which is what Rudy tells him. It doesn't work that way. That's what he says. Oh, right. <clears throat> did, it, did it work that way? No, not really. <laughs> it, <laughs> kinda, it ended up biting him in the ass. Um, now, favorite moments from cover. season two. Season two is uh, Bay Harbor Butcher, my favorite season of all time. Bay Harbor Butcher. Okay, you like that one the f- most. That Just- is my most favorite one. Yeah, that's when uh, Dokes is stalking him through the whole season, and then the British chick Lila shows up. I didn't like her. I didn't like her. She turned me off to the season. She was annoying. I think that's why I didn't like the second season. Hello, Dexter. Look at my annoying black hair. Yeah, I didn't like her. She was annoying. I didn't like her at all. She was an interesting <laughs> character, though. She encouraged Dexter and was embracing. I don't know. She didn't need to weirdness. be there. You know, it's just. It also made for a good relationship foil to Rita, right? Who yeah, was... that's. I think it was just thrown in there to fuck with Rita. I don't know. I don't want to fuck her, but I did. Oh well. You know. <laughs> that was just yeah. weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so so my favorite moment from season two is when him and Dokes are like on the dock and Dokes had just caught him disposing of a victim and he has his gun on him and he's like surprise motherfucker Jesus Christ Morgan yeah (laughs) Jesus Christ Morgan you're the Bay Harbor Butcher (laughs) and my lips are shinier than a motherfucker yeah (laughs) he had the shiniest lips dude Jesus Christ yeah and then he says Jesus Christ Morgan don't I look like that black guy that you made out with in six feet under I kind (laughs) of do right (laughs) holy shit going back to an old fucking reference I know, I know. Um, yeah, and then uh, they uh, they tangle, have a fight, and then Dokes ends up in a cage. Like he ends up basically trapping him, you know, keeping him as prisoner. That's that's one of my favorite moments. Surprise, then, motherfucker! Um, yeah, he went out like a motherfucker. He got blown up in a shack. Yep, <laughs> by the crazy yes. blackhead chick. Surprise, motherfucker! Well, she didn't know he was in there. Right, she thought Dexter was in there. Right, I for, I forget. Was it Shane? Uh, she. She followed the GPS, like stalk Dexter, and then when she got there, she found out he was there, and then um, and then she was like, she was like, "Who did this to you?" And he's like, "Dexter." And then she's like, "Why?" It's fucking because crap. I found out he was Bay Harbor Butcher. <coughs> and then she goes, <laughs> and then she goes, "Oh my God, poor thing." And he goes, "No, no, no, don't worry, I'm fine." 
And she goes, not you, Dexter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so she purposely kills him. Okay. Yeah, that's right. She knocks off the gas thing and, and lights a stove or something, right? So they threw her in there just to kill off Dokes. Dokes should have lasted another season, I think. But Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> the way the story went, he would have had Dexter in hand. Well, so what? That would have been cool. Mm. Would've it would have just show, been him literally. staring at Dexter across the fucking uh, across the department, fucking all season <laughs> <I know>. long. <laughs> Be like, Dokes is staring at me again. She's like, motherfucker. You know what, man? You know what, man? When that English bitch came to that shack where you kept me prisoner, I knew there's something off yep. about you. He'll be like, really? You still think there's something off about me? Clearly there is. Yep, Dexter will be taking uh, a shit and he'll pop in underneath. But surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> It'll be crazy. And um, my second favorite yes. moment is when Lila breaks into Rita's house. And she does it purposely so that Dexter knows that she broke in. And then Dexter goes to see her and he completely freaks out and he like grabs her and he like throws her into this chair and like he's face to face with her and he tells her, you know what, you stay away from Rita and you stay away from, you know, Aster and Cody. And she goes, or what? Or you will meet the monster. And it's just like this really dramatic, just fucking psycho look on Michael C. Hall's face and the camera just close ups on it. That's also one of my that's probably my other favorite moment of season two. What happened to Astrid and Cody, anyway? You stay away from these two uh, kids I'm not going to care about in four seasons. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, hey, hey, listen to me. They might just be backdrop, but you know what? Stay away no, from them. For no, they things. go like this. They go, hey, what about Astrid and Cody? Oh, okay. That's all they said about him through, like, the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> they only, like, mentioned him once. It was uh, like, oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah, Cody's probably some fucking, like, heroin addict by now in real life. And then... <laughs> You know? Well, they had the... Astrid's working a pole somewhere. She was in season five. She came back for a two for a episodes. split second. Yeah, but that's where's where I'm Cody? Oh, I don't know. They didn't show him. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Season five was when was when they got rid of him because season five, is, is, it's like the third episode where it's like, hey, Dexter, we need to talk to you. What? We're both really horrible actors and we want to go live with, you know, grandma and grandpa. And he goes, well... I guess so. And I'm like, finally, we can get back to you just, you know, dealing with And, and um, Jamie shows up in season six, right? Not to get ahead of ourselves, but right? She showed up in season six? Yes. I, I think believe, so. Yeah, the opening. Yeah, she yeah, just, all she does, uh, she does a squat with high heels on throughout season <clears throat> six, seven, and eight. I think that was it, right? I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, every she time, does. she's always picking something up off the ground, bending over. Hey, Dexter, squatting down. <laughs> It's hilarious. <laughs> and then they just so, turn her... Yeah, okay, keep going. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Do you guys have favorite moments specifically that you can um, remember from season? Shit. I don't know. It all blurs together because I watched him like in a blur. I watched him in box sets also. I watched him... Um, I watched the first three seasons all on a block because I didn't have Showtime at the time. And a friend of mine yeah. would record him and I'd watch... So, I don't know. I just remember like the biggest parts like uh, Rita... Uh, ice truck killer shit with the ice hands. Um, yeah. Uh, what is the other? What's another major one? I don't know. Like the uh, the the Jimmy Smiths one was just whatever. That was season three, wasn't it? I don't know. It was boring. I wasn't really into that one. That was like, hey, teach <laughs> uh, me how to kill Dexter. Yeah. Hey, I'm all coked out. Dexter, teach me how to kill, and I killed the wrong guy. And then, oh, you have to kill me. Okay, there's the end of the season. Kill me. All right. That's what it was. That's what it was. You want to learn uh, how to kill? Well, I'm, you know, it's just like, uh, 
He was, I don't know, I love Dexter as a serial killer, but I wish they stuck to him more independent. Not every season teaching somebody or having somebody to hang out with or, you know, he would have been better by himself. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. My favorite moments uh, of season three, there is um, there's a moment once once him and Miguel Prado, Jimmy Smith's team up, and then um, at this point though, Miguel Prado still thinks that he's a lab geek that kind of accidentally killed somebody that that Miguel Prado wanted dead, and they're breaking into a house, and Dexter pulls out his like little you know lock pick set and he picks this lock and then Miguel looks at him and goes wow man you're getting really good at this <laughs> like, oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah yeah dude yeah he's like oh whoops yeah I guess I am getting really good at this <laughs> like little parts like that were funny I like the dark humor in Dexter mm-hmm. you know when they would but they there was none of that this season it was just lame writing just boring playing I don't know what's your favorite parts uh, yeah do you have a favorite moment Mr. Skip, Skip? From season three. From season three. So that's Jimmy Smith's. Um, Jimmy Smith's yeah, hairline Jimmy is cool. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, Ellen Wolf was in that one. The like DA or whatever that he kills. And then the like skinhead guy that they like break out of prison to kill him. The neo-Nazi. <laughs> oh. God. Man, it's been a while since I've seen yeah. that. Yeah. And I, I did with Chris did. I've been binge watched all of Dexter. Yeah. Maybe I need to go back and watch Dexter <clears throat> again, but maybe not. I don't know. Now yeah. that I know Give how it, it some ends. time. You should. Yeah. Give it some you time. You should, yeah. Yeah. But one anyway, of my, season uh, three. I, I mean, just yeah. the whole relationship between Dexter trying to befriend someone to keep up appearances because he's expected to by Rita. That whole interplay with, you know, his mental issues was interesting. So it, I liked it. It was, you know, a bit quick <laughs> to well, trust people <clears throat> with the... Uh, that level of detail and whatnot. Well, I, yeah, I liked. But, I, I love this, like his, um, him trying to relate with real people. I love that part of Dexter, mm-hmm. but that just slowly yeah. went to the wayside. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, now I guess I can interact with people. When before it's like, no one can touch me. I am a robot. And it's like, oh, yeah. I got laid. Oh, now I'm all loosey goosey. You know, it's like, oh. <laughs> I think I think Vogel. They didn't touch on it, but my one of my theories was I think Vogel and the dad basically implanted this shit into his head and made him a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Because if he can snap in and out of it like that, it's like, Jesus Christ, was he a serial killer or did they make him one? That's, well, that's actually an interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, by bringing up all this shit, like, oh, yeah. You know, they could have, like, you know, I don't know, they could have I don't know, done something else with him. You know, I don't know. It was weird. That's so, true. So <laughs> Uh, another favorite moment of season three is when they kidnap him for his bachelor party, but you think he's getting kidnapped by the Skinner, which is the like, you know, um, oh man, what the fuck was that guy's name? He had like a ridiculous presidential name. Um, oh, the guy from like Central like, America? Yeah. Oh my God. His name was like, was like um, George Washington King or some shit. <laughs> and like he was oh. the, like Skinner. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The guy who um, carved pieces out of people. Yes. 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 Uh-huh, yes. And, uh, yeah. And um, Dexter's leaving the tuxedo shop, and it's nighttime because he's gonna get married, and then he gets like snagged up and thrown in a trunk, and he's like freaking out, and he's like trying to trying to figure out what to do, and then he like comes loose, and then the second the trunk opens, he fucking socks somebody, and it's like Quinn or masuka and then it's like oh yeah surprise we kidnapped you for your bachelor party oh my god or whatever and then it's like oh yeah like that was also one of my favorite moments because it's really intense 
And then it's like, hey, this is normal. Don't punch us. Well, that's when it was good writing. You know, that's when they didn't know they were going with it. When they were just taking, I guess, you've read all the books, right? Dexter's Uh, books? Yeah, they're all books. How many books? Seven? Four? Um, I think the seventh book is coming out, and it's called Dexter's Final Cut. So Yuck, yuck, yuck. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, but yeah, um, in huh. the book, Dexter has a daughter, not a son, and her name is Lil, uh, Lilianne. In the book, Rita's still alive, and Astor and Cody are sociopaths. Oh, weird. Why don't they do yeah, that now? That was like, huh? I don't know, dude. But it's like awesome because they're like they like start like um, start like you know kind of like stalking him and like seeing what he's doing. And um, in, like, one of the books, Dexter, like, walks in on them, and they have a cat, like, duct-taped to a fucking, like, workbench, and they're trying to cut it open. Whoa. And Dexter's like, you guys can't... Dude, I swear to God. Cool. And, and like, Dexter's like, you guys can't do this. Where's like, that, Dexter? You guys Dexter? have to learn what you're doing. I, <laughs> I don't know, but the books dude. are really good. You guys should check them out if you ever get a chance. I'm taking a peek at the first one right now, which is Darkly Dreaming, right? Yeah, that's the name of the yeah. first episode, right? Or the first season? I think that's the first um, yeah, episode well, of the first season, right? Well, like uh, the um, the uh, first the first uh, ep- uh, not first episode the first season is based based around that book, except they changed a lot of stuff because like um, the ice truck killer in the book is the Taya Miami butcher, and he's Dexter's brother, but he's Dexter's twin brother. Oh no! They're like dun dun like they're looking in a mirror and shit. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except, yeah, yeah. Except he's like bulky, like muscular, but he, he but he's like a splitting, uh, you know, splitting image of Dexter. And um, at the end of the first book, instead, kind of like in season one, except it takes place inside of a container, like a shipping container, and Deb's tied down. So Deb fucks fucking, the brother. So Deb falls in love with the twin brother. No, she doesn't fall oh. in love with anybody. She gets kidnapped. Yeah, it's okay. like a completely different storyline. And fucking uh, uh. what's her name? Maria LaGuerta, who was, like, obsessed with Dexter, fo- um, st- starts following him because, like, because she, like, trusts Dokes. And so she follows him to the shipping container, kind of like in um, what, season, season seven, nine, seven, seven, seven. She follows him Eight seasons, to the shipping season. container and she comes in with a gun on both of them. And then she sees that they're twins. And then she sees and then and now, mind you, in the book, Dexter's about to plunge a knife into Deborah's chest because he's convinced himself that, okay, well, one, I'm a real sociopath and two, I need to do this. And then, um, the, the brother creates a distraction and like stabs LaGuerta in the heart and kills her. And there's like a funeral and shit. It's, it's really weird. Weird. Jesus Christ. That's strange as shit. It's, it's completely fucking different. That's fucking weird, dude. All right, so what do you rate the whole episode, the whole season of Dexter? Oh, the whole series, I mean. Oh, the whole series. Ooh, the whole series. Well, uh, we have to put it all in one lump thing, like from start to finish. Did uh, it end well? Did it? Well, uh, five out of five eye holes for just all the nudity and blood. Like, I mean, that's like more. There's just more tits and ass and just blood and gore. In was all it, was these it, seasons, I guess it was pretty gory. Yeah, it was pretty gory. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, there wasn't like you know guts flying to the camera, but I mean, you know, there was literally a room full of blood at some point. But yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, five out of five eye holes. Uh, 
four out of five ear holes. And the only reason I'll say four out of five is because Rita started, you know, like, her, her voice would annoy me. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, like, like, Dexter, look at you. You need to really take care of this family. <laughs> Where do you go at night? What are you doing? <laughs> it's like, shut, shut up, up, Rita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So four out of five ear holes for Rita. And, um, oh, man. Uh, Five out of five serial killing blood spanner analysts that have severe emotional problems. <laughs> nice. Five out of five. <laughs> yeah, you of get the, course. The whole dude, thing, like five out of five. Is, dude, Dexter <clears throat> is like, dude, one of my favorite series of all time. Even like, though I, the I even the though the last four, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, you can't judge a whole series by the last four. You have to put them all in one thing, but I don't know. I think season, it, what? Season five completely, like, yeah. just was a throwaway season dude like season five was a complete throwaway season season six the only the only redeeming quality about season six was on the last episode travis marshall kidnapped harrison and like we yes. thought he was going to sacrifice harrison for some weird shit and like he had dexter he had dexter inject himself with with what we thought was m99 into his own jugular all that shit and then of course the very finale where she walks in on him like that's the only reason yeah. season six is even anything but season seven is really good dude like it's solid the whole season of season seven is completely season seven that was the jesus christ that was last season i totally forget it what was that one again (laughs) uh season seven was uh deborah dealing with (laughs) oh okay yeah yeah. uh fucking um uh satanic heavy metal guy that will like trap bitches in his house like oh yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) like like fucking all that shit. And that was a cool uh, season. The pyromaniac guy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, the pyro. Um, the guy who just lit Sirko. people on fire. Yeah, Circo. That yeah, that was a good season. I like Circo. Circo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The the fucking the gay hitman. <laughs> yeah. That guy was awesome. And they fucking kidnapped Hannah, and 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 like Hannah almost fucking bled to death. Like all that shit. Like that was a really that was a good season. season. And then it ended. And then it ended strong with her fucking icing, you know, LaGuardia. Yeah, and then it just got, then it just went fucking, started good, then went downhill on the next season. I'm like, ah, with, especially with, uh, like I was talking to you on Twitter before with, um, with Hannah not, with the bounty hunter not looking in the house for Hannah when he just walks around the house. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) I'll just walk on your property on the beach. That was horrible. Like, uh, like they. And dude, oh my god, Hannah walked everywhere. She went everywhere with not not even a fucking hat, dude. She doesn't have a not hat on. A <clears throat> yeah, some super hot chick walking around. She sticks out to begin with because she's hot, and then uh, she's six foot tall, blonde, and they're looking for a blonde chick. And it's just like, oh hey, let's go, Harrison. Let's go over here. Let's go over here. Come on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't like that part. She could have dyed her hair black or something. Something, dude. Jesus oh. Christ. I don't know. <laughs> so okay i'm reading the whole thing uh four to five eye holes for yeah i like the blood it was good three out of five ear holes and uh, the sound was good some of it but the i don't know there could have been a lot more gorier i guess for sound it was dude decent. that's true but nobody dude nobody does voiceover like michael c hall what are you talking about? No, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, after like after a while, it got to, uh, got a little Thundercats for me. 
but that's okay. <laughs> Thundercats. Well, you know how Lion-O. What season does that start in? Well, you know how Lion-O, like towards the end of this season. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, his inner monologues are sounding a little like, I need to go and take a shower, you know. <laughs> he does good voiceover work, but you know what I mean, right? He's been doing it's it like, for yeah. Did I forget to tie my shoe today? <laughs> I don't know. So um, in three out of five um, self-broken wrists off of medical tables. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was brutal. That was a cool... I love that part where he just broke his own hand oh, to escape. when he was getting away from the Skinner. Yeah, like a fucking yeah. dog. Where he yeah. broke his hand to escape. Yeah, he's like a trapped dog. Dude, that mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, three out of five for the whole thing. It was it was good, but I didn't like the ending. They should have. I don't know. I and also well, how the yeah. fuck how the fuck do you get Deb out of the goddamn hospital? Oh, we'll just pull life support off. No one's gonna come in here. You know, it's like come on, really. He just yeah. walks. He <laughs> walks Deb out of. He walks a dead body out of a hospital. Hmm. Well, uh, not yeah. only that, but I was watching. You know, I, um, been re- rewatching season four, and they. And they started doing like a sweep to look for the Trinity Killer. You know, um, you know, men that are age fifty through seventy, that are six foot whatever, and they're doing cheek swabs, like random stops. And Dexter and fucking Trinity were coming back from that road trip they went on, and they're stuck in this fucking line that's like, you know, basically like a drunk driving stop. And Trinity's like, "Yeah, I don't think so," and then just pulls out of the line, and nobody said, "I'm like, really? You can't do that at a fucking stop, you know? Like a police <laughs> mandatory stop." Like, wait a minute. So <clears throat> yeah. Well, you know, come on. They had to be like, uh, just have him turn around. Yeah, like he was like, well, no, I don't think so. And just kind of, and I was like, uh, yeah, nice. Sure. Well, he's an old that man. He's an old man. Maybe he can get away with it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay, we're gonna run down the Emmy Award winners. Did you watch Ooh, the Emmys? Yeah. No, that happened. That happened though. <laughs> you know, you know what? You're the, the only one who wastes time watching the Emmys. What do you mean? I watch ninety percent of the shows that are on the Emmys, sure. and, and I like to see what the and, I, and I'm pretty much spot on with most of my wins. Okay, so well, outstanding what? Okay, outstanding writing for a variety comedy series. So it is Night of Too Many Stars, a Saturday Night Live, and 66th Annual Tony Awards or Louis C.K. Louis C.K., hopefully. So Louis C.K. won for Oh My God. For, I guess, his stand-up special? Yeah, it sounds like it. I don't, I don't watch Louis C.K. at all. He's funny. Wait I like minute. his comedy. But, Wait a minute. Is that, for, is that for his show on FX, Louis? I think this is for a stand-up special he did called Oh My oh, God. Okay. Yeah, he had an HBO uh, okay. or Showtime special recently. Okay, for, okay, we'll just do Variety Special Who Gives a Shit. Um, Kennedy Honor Center's Outstanding Variety Special, Kennedy Honor Center's, okay. So, Outstanding Host for Reality Show Program, Heidi Klum for Project Runner. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> she okay. probably won, though. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. So, May Mim Blink Blink for The Big Bang Theory. Who's that? M-A-Y-I-M-B-I-A-L-I-K. <laughs> it has to be what? what's her face's girlfriend, one of their girlfriends or something. Uh, Jane Lynch for Glee, Sophia Vagoria for Modern Family, Julie Bowden for Modern Family, um, Merritt Weaver for Nurse Jackie, Janet Kurkowski for Thirty, Anna Chomsky Klum- for Veep. She should have won. Is anyone here watching Veep? Are you watching Veep? Okay, what the fuck is that? I always see that that that's on. What is that? It's awesome. 
is what it is. It's um, <laughs> it's uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus as the fucking vice president. <laughs> and and I'm and, already laughing. And all the bullshit. Oh, it's so well written, dude. You'd love it. It's a really rude and crude comedy. And you don't see the president at all. They just talk about him like in third person. Oh, is the president coming? Oh, he's not showing up yet. They, you know, it's like a um, like a cheers scenario, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. fun. Um, I, uh, I know you mentioned that um, my girl, she was in, um, ah, fuck, not Zodiac Killer. What is that? Hannibal, right? Yes. Watch Hannibal. dude. Yes. If you want to get into a brand new serial killer show that would, this guy would kill Dexter in two seconds. So yeah, I will totally get into Hannibal when it comes to D- it's coming to DVDs really soon, right? It's but yes, I think, yeah, like yeah, this uh, actually the next month. But um, I was just wondering, is she is she hot now? I mean, she wasn't really. She's cute. She, she just looked like okay. She's All cute, right. and what makes her even hotter is that she's smart and she's really um, fast witted on the show, and she just these guys have just the great banter back and forth. It's great, man. You should watch it. So good writing. It's awesome writing. And uh, that's that's, a, awesome. that's two seasons. It's only thirty minutes. There's only eight episodes a season. It's real quick to just if you have HBO, you can fucking run through them in an afternoon probably. So um, let's see. So so Merritt Weaver won for Nurse Jackie, but I picked Anna Chlumsky. Is it Chlum Chlumsky? C H L U M S K Y? Probably Chlumsky. Chumsky. I always thought it was pronounced <clears throat> pronounced Clum uh, Chlumsky, right? I always thought <laughs> Chlumsky. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> okay. So Anna Klumsky. Okay. So then, outstanding writing for a comedy series. Uh, David Crane. So writer Tina Fey and Tracy for Thirty Rock. Whatever. That show sucks. That that show just went downhill. It's huge. It went downhill because it's you know it's a general <laughs> you know the general comedy. Mm. It's like oh watch yeah. out you know it's comedy just the, of the workplace. Well, it's just um what is it uh, comedy that everyone can like. <laughs> right non-offensive comedy that's what it is you know it's not like uh like always sunny and so you know what i mean where they find <laughs> yeah. where they find dumpster babies and shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> they get pre-sucked on crack so yeah so they won for that shit so outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series so amy driver girls she's adam driver she's all right but she's not that great uh jesse ty oh. ferguson for modern family what oh do you watch Girls? Have yes. you seen every episode? Yes. Um, uh, okay, R- super quick story. When I was working in assisted living, passing medication, I went into an old man's room to 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 give him medication, and he had a huge ass flat screen, and you know all he watched was Showtime and HBO all day. Uh-huh. And I fucking walk in, and this dude's banging this chick doggy style, yeah. and he comes on her chest, and it shows the cum. Yes. And I was like, "What the hell are you watching?" He's like, "Girls." And I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, they yeah. showed the cum. <laughs> well, yeah. They didn't show it come out of the dick. They just show it land on the belly. Whatever. <laughs> but um <laughs> It's cable, dude. They can get away with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's a funny show. Um uh, Ed O'Neill Modern Family, Ty Burrell Modern Family, Bill Hader Saturday Night Live. And the winner that I voted for was Tony Hale Veep. Yes, that's who I voted for. He's fucking great. It's another guy from Veep. Who is also in fucking what's it called? Arrested Development. He's, Jason Bateman. He's a hook hand guy. Arrested oh. Development. Uh, God oh, damn, okay. I forget his name. I forget his name. Buster. In yes, he's Buster in Arrested Development. Okay. He is fucking. He's the Veep's right hand man. You know the guy who's always whispering in the person's ear. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. You know, has like everything ready. Oh, you need tissue. Oh, you, you know. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
And uh, so, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Laura Dern, Enlightened. Eh, that's all right. Uh, Lena Dunham, Girls. That's the one who writes Girls and stuff. Uh, Eddie, uh, Edie Falco, your favorite there, Shane. Uh, Nurse, ja- <laughs> Nurse Jackie. <laughs> and Amy Poehler, Parks and Masturbation. Um, and the winner, the one I picked also, Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Veep. For Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. Wow. I'm like four for five. No, four for two for two, right? Was that, <laughs> what was it? Yeah, I'm two for two. Uh-oh, I just lost my place. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, there it is. Lead actor. Yeah, Julia Louis-Vifus for Veep. Okay, then uh, Outstanding Guest Actress in a Comedy Series Who Gives a Shit. Uh, Melissa Leo for Louis. Guest Actress? What the fuck fucking category is that shit? Oh, if you're going to put an actress in the show, they must make a category for them to be participated in. I'll bet you that's what it is. If I'm going to be a guest on this show, there has to be a category for me at the Emmys. So, okay, outstanding, right? Come on. That's a bit pretentious. These are actresses, dude. These are yeah. actors. Pretentious is their middle name. Uh, outstanding uh, guest actor in a comedy series. Another one, Bob Newhart for Big Bang Theory. Wow. Hey. That guy's old now. Holy moly. <laughs> Will Forte for 30 Rock. Isn't 30 Rock just a fucking guest fucking series anyway? That's all it is. Like, oh, the new guest is this star. Mm-hmm. It's basically Yeah, a, it's it's weird. It's like a show full of people that should be doing movies. I don't really it's a, get it. It's, it seems like a bad extended Saturday Night Live skit. Very much so, yes. That's what it, Okay, so outstanding directing for a comedy series, whatever. Modern Family, of course. That's a great show. Do you watch Modern Family at all? Um, I Google pictures of Sofia Vergara. <laughs> She's hot. She's hot in the show, too. Yeah. That's a funny fucking show. And that one's always been consistent for the past five seasons. It has. Which is amazing for a straight-edge comedy like that to be well-written. Mm-hmm. Well, but they touch on... You but know. you have to be smart and funny yeah. at the same time. And it's hard to do that. And, and the whole cast, the cast. whole Yeah, the whole cast is solid. Um, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series... Uh, Jason Bateman for Rested Development, who should have won. Matt LeBlanc for Episodes. Don Cheadle, House of Lies. Louis C.K. Alec Baldwin, 30 Rock. And the winner was Jim Parsons again for Big Bang Theory. Sheldon, yeah. Sheldon. No, no. No, no? No. The laugh track is too fucking loud on those things. Nah. Like, I have a surround sound system, and the laugh track's blaring in my face. Mm-hmm. And, like, that show, Dads, I think you were mentioning that show. Oh, my God. I, I, watched, I watched the first episode. It is horrid. You know, I always like to watch these fall season premieres, you know, just to see how bad these shows are. Like, I have hostages, and I watched Blacklist for, like, 20 minutes, right? And with the guy, the, um, the Blacklist with... Um, James Spader. Yeah, James Spader, right? I watched it for 20 <laughs> minutes. Okay, they're, they're, they, they kidnap, these kidnappers kidnap this guy's daughter on a bridge, this uh, uh, general's daughter, and Uh-oh. they know they're about to be kidnapped, right? So, and then the getaway guys get away on, uh, they, they fucking jump off of a bridge, you know, slide mm. down on a rope onto an inflatable boat with a small engine, and they're all, you know, and they're, all, <laughs> they're getting away, and they're just pointing at him, and they're just like looking back, they're all, it's like a single engine fucking inflatable raft. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like, they couldn't have a fucking speedboat to escape, you know? Make it look right. at least a little cooler. Yeah. It's four mercenaries that just blew up, like, six trucks on a bridge, escaping on inflatable single-engine rafts mm. with, with, like, the governor's daughter. Like, they can't close off the harbor before they fucking get to the edge. 
Oh, I just turned it off. I'm like, I'm not staying up for this. So <laughs> that's my review of Blacklist. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, no. The, uh, oh. like, like the whole dad's story yes. was basically that like a long time ago, me and Justin, when we were younger, got sucked into going to one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, um, use this voucher and come into this like big community center and there's a bunch of TV executives and they show you a TV show. Like not even one TV show. They show you like 10 TV shows and you think it's going to be fun, but they show you a bunch of bullshit TV shows yes. and then you can't leave and they have guards at the door. What? Yeah, like they have people standing at the door, and you're like I have to go to the bathroom. Like, all right, and they stand outside the bathroom door and shit because they like they make you watch their show. And we had to sneak out. We were like scared for our lives. Like they showed us, they showed us a fucking show called Dads, and it was like a bunch of like second rate actors from like the '80s that were like older now who were like, hey, we're like four or five single dads that live in the same neighborhood. Let's try to throw a birthday party. And, you know, for, you know, for our kids. And it was just like horrible. And then like three years later, yeah, one of our other buddies signed up for something and they sent him a tape and it was that same pilot. Oh, <laughs> for that no. Show. And we're like, we just can't escape the show dads. And then out of nowhere, Seth MacFarlane or whatever, whoever it is, comes out with, with, with this show. And I'm like, I don't think this is the same concept. No, but, it's uh, not. It's the same. It's, the concept's <laughs> horrible. The concept yeah. is, oh, me and my friend uh, own a huge video game company because those are popular now um we're video game programmers so that's cool so people will watch the show because of that mm. and now we have our dads living with us because they're washed up losers who's who, who's uh who are divorced and have nowhere to go so now we have to fucking pamper our dads and they have to live with us and they follow us to work and did did it but the chinese chick like she's a real cute chinese chick that's in there she's banging the lead singer of falling backwards falling over backwards or fa falling 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 in um falling in neutral <laughs> falling in reverse yes <laughs> oh my band? god yes. you kill me with that every time man <laughs> but it was just a coincidence i'm not this guy again uh yeah well, no man i'm telling you i'm telling you the, uh, the reason you get me with that every time is because the first two times you say the name, I go, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> and then at some point I go, oh, he means falling in reverse. The hardcore yeah. band. <laughs> like, <clears throat> uh, uh, yeah, so that, so that chick's in there. Uh, she's cute. But yeah, they have like the typical, oh, I'm the nerdy hot Asian chick, you know. And they have her dress up in like right off the bat little Asian gear. You know, with the uh, mini skirt and the boob showing and stuff. I'm like, wow. Like anime it's, chick kind of shit? Yeah, this show's not going to last. It's, yeah, has, yeah, I think I think that like if they would have taken a show like that to like FX or somewhere where where they could have done the Family Guy like esque raunchiness and kept it maybe a little bit more like Always Sunny, it could work. Man, yeah, yeah, it probably could have, but I don't know. Not with uh, not, they have a couple big stars in there, like washed up, yeah, actors from like the eighties. Yeah, one of the guys from Animal House is in it. That's yeah, they're, they're the dad from Animal. <laughs> That dude is one of the dads. Is that guy from Animal House? Yeah, um, he Holy was also shit. he was also the cop in Mask with Jim Carrey. Oh, I thought like, you were talking uh, about Mask with uh, um, no, not with <laughs> not forehead. the mask no, with. No. <laughs> hey, you in the back, take that mask off. Yeah, yeah there we go. The That's, Jim Carrey. Oh, not mask. Jim. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking of the mask with Eric Stoltz. Right. No, I know what you meant. <laughs> Oh, it's a classic. Rocky Dennis. Come on. Rocky. 
Classic movie, The Mask. That's another deficit pick of the week. All right. <laughs> mask. Mask. Oh four, four out of five. Uh, take that mask off. <laughs> <laughs> four out of five Sam Elliott's. Hey, what the hell are you doing with that mask, son? <laughs> take that mask off and come ride on my Harley. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall asleep lying down. All the liquid will flow to your fat head. <laughs> right? Wasn't that the whole thing? He couldn't sleep lying down? And then, like, he, he, he killed himself by falling to sleep. Spoiler alert. By lying down. It's like a 30-year-old movie. <laughs> yeah. It is an old-ass movie. Eric Stoltz is, like, 55 now. <laughs> Yeah. He, he, he fell asleep and then popped out as a fly larva. And then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then banged some chick while being recorded. <laughs> every Eric Stoltz movie ever. <laughs> and every Eric Stoltz movie, he's getting recorded banging a chick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay what were you talking about oh yeah falling over backwards um oh now i just lost my place again damn it <laughs> okay where'd it go where did jim parsons go again okay jim parsons you're talking thing. about dads yeah okay yeah dad's horrible um i uh i recorded hostages i'll watch that horrible show too just to see what it's like that's a, oh, it's the president or somebody who's been taken hostage. Mm, every week, is though, that, a new uh, hostage. Uh, is that Dick Wolf? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Wolf Dick? Who? Is that, um, is that Dick Wolf show? Dick I, Wolf, the guy that did, um, the guy that create, uh, created all the Law and Orders? Uh, I don't know. Is it? Uh, I, I don't know. Let I me just, look it I up. Mean, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, he... He created every single Law and Order, and he's like a multi-millionaire. But he was yeah. coming out with like three new shows this fall. Uh, so no, just... I don't think it is. I'm looking it up right now. It doesn't look like a Dick Wolf show. It's got a 6.6 .6, though on IMDb. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, yeah people are pretty stiff on that. What? <laughs> okay, so outstanding leading actress in a miniseries or movie. So Laura Linney won for The Big C. Jessica Lange should have won for American Horror Story Asylum. Uh, and yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. I was going to ask, did, did that win anything? But I guess you'll get to it. Oh, yeah, it'll win something. Uh, outstanding writing in a drama series. George Mastalastas, Breaking Bad. Tom Schnassenasnas, Breaking Bad. Sorry, guys, I don't know your names. Uh, Julian <laughs> Fellows, Downton Abbey. David Balaboff, D.B. Weiss, Game of Thrones. And winner was Harry Bollum for Homeland. Homeland's an awesome show, too. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what episodes these guys wrote for Breaking Bad, so I can't say whether it's good, but they should have won anyway. Um, <laughs> Maybe it was a co-writing effort. Hey, Shane, if you want to catch up with Breaking Bad, do it now, because they're playing all of them now on AMC. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I know... Every single season is on Netflix except for the last one, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Watch it, record them now for free right off the TV. They're playing them all the way up until uh, this Saturday. All 61 um, episodes. I shall do. Yeah, if you want them for free, fuck it. So, okay, outstanding supporting actress, um, Christina Hendricks, Mad Men. I'm not oh, caught up on that, okay. so don't say anything. Oh, well, I'm caught up on it, but she has big-ass titties and she's attractive. So, yeah. <laughs> You're rooting for her automatically. She's a triple D. You, you don't find that very often in Hollywood. Well, she was also in another famous show called Firefly. Come on. Yeah, Firefly. Yes. Yeah, I, she was in Firefly. And uh, she was in she's Dr the redhead in Firefly. She was in Drop, <laughs> which is your favorite 
She's, uh, movie. What was it? Drive. <laughs> oh, Drive's a great movie, dude. What are you talking about? You don't like Drive? No, 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 no. Weren't you making fun of Ryan Gosling because he just like says oh. one word in that whole movie? <laughs> well, yeah, he doesn't have to say anything, dude. He's too cool. <laughs> hey man, not everybody has a scorpion jacket. All yeah. right, cool. We yeah, he's just, yeah, it's like a scorpion jacket on. That's all he has is a scorpion jacket. He doesn't say shit. Brian Cranston was great in that too. Hmm. Yeah, no, that was that was a fucked yet. up movie, man. Drive. And every other movie since then has been exactly like fucking Drive. Like that uh only God forgives. All it is is just fucking artsy fartsy camera shots with his face in them. It's like, come on. <laughs> with like real deep red backgrounds and shit. And then it will just like play weird Thai music and then be he'll be punched in the face. And just, all his movies are just weird artsy fartsy now. Hmm. Uh, and and then yeah, then the cinephiles like, dude, it's so deep, man. <laughs> like, oh, I went to film school for two years, so I know what I'm talking about, bro. <laughs> so yeah, I've I, watched I, everything important. Oh, the people that go to film school and tell you, it's horrible. So okay, <laughs> outstanding supporting actress in a drama series. Uh, yeah, Anna Gunn won finally. She wins one for Breaking Bad. That's Walter White's wife, Skyler. Skyler. She's been uh, she's been nominated but never won. You skipped over the most um, which important one not, thing, didn't you? I'm not done yet. A director for a drama series. Yeah, I'm not even done. Okay, come on, man. I'm going from the bottom of the list up. All right, we, we just don't have start a at ten order. and go to one. We just we have a different order. That's all. Uh, outstanding reality competition. Who gives a fuck? The Voice. They should have all those people shot. <laughs> okay, Outsta- It's just so horrible, man. They should be like, hey, you want to come to a reality show? Just drop them into a pit with a meat grinder <laughs> and just feed them to third world countries. <laughs> wait, on, right? even, wait, hold on. Even Christina Aguilera? Well, yeah, anyone who's willing to go into a reality competition to become famous, they should be dropped into a meat grinder and fed into a third world country. Okay. Soylent Green? Yes, Soylent Green. Mm. Hey, they're feeding shit to people. Remember? Processed shit in China. Are they? Yes, they've processed people's fecal matter to actually become edible. Remember that was like from like, a, like six, eight months ago. They've been no. doing that for a while. <laughs> yeah. Processed shit burgers. Um, outstanding supporting actor in a drama series. This was a fucking robbery. Okay, Mandy Patinkin for Homeland. He could have won. Peter Dinklage for Game of Thrones. He could have won. Uh, Jim Carter for Downtown Abbey. I have no idea. Aaron Paul for Breaking Bad. He could have won. Jonathan Banks for Breaking Bad. Should have won. But Bobby Cannavelli from Boardwalk Empire wins. Bullshit, Bobby Cannavelli. What is that? Um, Is that show money good? Uh, It's decent. It's boring. I mean... I mean, from an outsider's perspective, it looked like a show that probably should have went on just one or two seasons. Yes. And isn't it going past that? Yes, because, you know, HBO likes to just grind shit into the ground. You know, just, I don't know. But yeah, Bobby Cannavelli, he lost, he won against, Aaron Paul should have won, Mandy Patinkin should have won, Aaron, or fucking Jonathan Banks should have fucking won. He beat out two Breaking Bads in a homeland. Bullshit. Okay, here's another fucking robbery, too. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Brian Cranston for Breaking Bad. Hugh Bonneville for Downtown Abbey. Damian Lewis for Homeland. Kevin Spacey for House of Cards. John Hamm for Mad Men. And the winner is Dumb and Dumber's Jeff Daniels for Newsroom. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff Daniels. What is, 
what is people, I mean, people's fascination, their obsession with this newsroom, it's, uh, I don't know, what is it? It's like a um, political talk thriller? No, it's basically Aaron Sorkin's message to media going, this is what I think you should have done. You know, that's what oh, it is. Okay. That's basically, that's all it is. It's like, oh, this is what you should have done. It makes that newsroom look like, oh, we're on top of every story. Every story breaks because of us. Oh, if the media got something wrong, we were the only ones that held back on our story until it got corrected. You know, mm. it's like uh, okay. bullshit. So Fuck it's you. a fictional, it's a fictional newsroom. Though, yes, right? it's a fictional okay. newsroom, but they they go on real topics. Like the last season was the election and shit, and the season before that was um, uh, what the fuck was it? God damn it! Something with Arab Bush. Spring, the Arab Spring oh, thing. Okay. And no, and this one was the 99%. They're probably going to push it off to the next season. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's just weak. And then they have to push back to like, oh, we didn't have our say on the 9-11 stuff yet, so let's show some back footage of what we think about 9-11. So they'll have a whole episode of him doing 9-11 shit. It's like, God, I didn't give a fuck what you thought about 9-11. But Aaron Sorkin has to tell you, you know. <laughs> okay, and, and who's Aaron Sorkin is the producer? He's or? the writer. He wrote He's like writer, he okay. wrote like the West Wing. He's like a huge writer. Oh, so it's just really pretentious bullshit. Yeah, and you know the type of writing. You're a writer, so when you notice in shows where people talk and they don't talk over each other, they wait for the other person to stop. They're like, but you don't do it, and I don't do it. It's just really bad writing. You know how they do yeah. that? The banter's not real. I do. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Sounds like bullshit. Yeah, and I notice it in the newsroom, uh, and because they talk real fast, but they always wait for the other person to stop. It's just, I don't know. It's horrible writing. Jeff Daniels, for you, you'll be funnier in Mad, or, uh, Ma Mad Men 2. <laughs> Mad Men 2, the return of Don Draper. No, uh, what is it? Uh, Dumb and Dumber 2. Right. That's coming out next August. Okay, so outstanding lead actress in a drama series, Via Fargarmia, or Farmiga for Bates Motel. That's another show I watch, which is fucking awesome. Uh, you should get into that, too. Michelle, do you watch Bates Motel at all? Uh, no, not yet. I'm waiting for the season one to come out to the DVDs. Yeah, it does a lot of touchback to Psycho and shit. You know, so if you if you like know the Psycho, forward. like, well, yeah, but if you know the Psycho history, like, you know how like his mother was, it was mm -hmm. it's weird, man. The mother's it's almost like a Oedipus relationship between him and his mom. Like the mom will get into bed with him and shit. Mm. It's really cool. But she's hot, though, so it's like, hey. <laughs> but, ooh, but hey. <laughs> I was like, hey, this is ew. Yeah. So, uh, so, a so Vera Farmiga, Claire Danes won wins for Homeland, of course. Robin Wright, I think, should have won for House of Cards. Uh, Elizabeth Moss, uh, Mad Men. Uh, Connie Burton for Nashville. I don't watch that. Wait a minute. Uh, Elizabeth Moss for Mad Men? Yeah. That's um, Ugly Peggy, right? Uh-huh. Are you in a wind okay. tunnel? Where are you? Oh, sorry. Um, I am. <laughs> um, my location is not important at this point. Okay. I'm, for, I'm here for the podcast. All right. <laughs> okay. Outstanding guest actor in a drama series. So uh, <laughs> from a secret location, <laughs> Shane Gray. No, from a no, non-disclosed no, no, no. government location. No. Um, <laughs> um, live, uh, live from in the field. Okay. I'm in the field right now. He's in the field, guys. This is our on-site reporter, Shane Gray. What do you see exactly. out there, Shane? Like, what do you see out uh, there? Uh, the parking lot of the gym and donut shop is empty for a Tuesday or Wednesday night. Wait, what's nice. today? Wednesday night. Yeah. Oh, nice. There you go. Okay, so 
<laughs> okay, outstanding drama series. Um, we did that. Claire Danes. Okay, outstanding actor, guest actor in a drama series. Who gives a fuck? Um, outstanding guest actor in a drama series. What? Wait. Oh, actress and actor. Okay. I thought they were all actors, right? They only mm. divide them when it comes to awards. I guess so. Um, okay, outstanding directing a variety special. Who gives a shit? Outstanding writing a variety series. Who cares? Of course, it's always either Colbert Report or Daily Show. So that's what constitutes a variety series. It's well, yeah. like depending on, I mean, what if it's like a news thing or? Uh, what, let's what see, Jimmy mean? Jimmy Kimmel Daily Show, um, light, uh, late night with Jimmy Fallon, Real Time with Bill Maher, and Saturday Night Live are all in the category for uh, for that series. And Daily uh, Show okay. won for like the fifteenth so year. That's one of those, yeah. Yeah, and those guys win all the fucking time. Okay, outstanding writing for a miniseries. Uh, Abby Morgan for The Hour. I don't watch. Did you watch The Hour? I didn't watch The Hour. I have uh, no idea what the that, was. Isn't that the, the lesbian movie with uh, Juliet, whatever her name is, Julianne Moore? Oh, is that the one where she wears the fake nose? No, that's the, <laughs> that's the other movie. What movie is that? <laughs> I have no idea. God, I, think that's the, I think that's The Hours. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. Was that the one with the fake nose? No, that's the uh, God damn. That's like Tom Cruise's wife wears like a fake nose to look ugly in a movie. I forget what it is. Uh, his ex-wife, the Katie one that he Holmes? was. No, no, the one that he was in. Uh, what's Nicole Kidman. I, eyes wide open. Oh, Nicole Kidman. Yes. Yeah, Nicole. yeah she's hot, man. She gets naked all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there's some movies she's just getting finger banged. You see her muff and everything. So let's see. Uh, Outstanding supporter in a miniseries or a movie. James Cromwell, American Horror Story Asylum. He won. Zachary Quinto, American Horror Story. Eh. Uh, yeah, that's it. They, he should have won. Okay, here we go. Outstanding directing in a miniseries. Stephen Colbert. Oh, no. Steven Soderbergh won for Behind the Chandelabra. Did you watch that? Behind the Chandelabra? Is it Candelabra uh, or Chandelabra? Candle. Is it? Everyone Can- pronounced it's Candelabra, yeah. They pronounced it totally wrong. Uh, yeah, I think well, it's it a could be an thing. affect. Yeah, <laughs> and, I think um, it's like a douche thing to be like, "Oh, behind the chandelabra." Yeah, so um, yeah, so Steven Soderbergh won for directing the miniseries. That was a great fucking miniseries. It wasn't even a miniseries; it was a fucking TV show. It was a uh, just a movie. Okay, outstanding supporting in an actress, um, Ellen Burstyn won for Political Animals. I don't watch it, but Sarah Paulson should have won for American Horror Story. Outstanding lead actress in a Mary Series or movie, Michael Douglas won. For behind the chandelabra, did you see his speech? No, his speech was fucking awesome, dude. Oh yeah, he's like, he's like, hey Matt, he's like, I couldn't have done this without you. He's like, what do you want, the top or the bottom? <laughs> he's like, he's all, he's all, we should split. He's all, we should cut this in half. He's like, what do you want to take, the top or the bottom? <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that was great, dude. Yeah, that's funny. Oh man, how much were... shit did he get from Glad and all these? Other oh, places? he didn't give a shit. He thanked Lee. You know, he sounded like fucking uh, uh, Liberace just because mm-hmm. his voice is old now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I hear now. Uh, Did he do the affect at all? Yeah. He's like, thank you, Lee. Or no, he's like, in the words of Lee, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great movie, though. It is twisted as fuck. Right. But it's a cool movie. Well, I heard the interview with Scott Thorsten or whatever his name is. Um, yeah. On Howard Stern. Yeah. And just... That side of it was rough. Well, yeah, that's why. That's why the. That's why if when he's making up his lovers to look like him through plastic surgery, 
<laughs> he basically wants to fuck himself. <laughs> that is disturbing shit. Yeah, that's why the movie was cool, man. And fucking Rob Lowe is the plastic surgeon. Holy shit. He looks like a fucking space alien, dude. His fucking eyes are up <laughs> on his forehead. His lips. Oh, my God, dude. It's fucking hilarious. It's like those chicks in fucking American Mary. You know, <laughs> seriously, it's like a live version of that shit. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, he is just way out there as the plastic surgeon. He looks hilarious. So, <laughs> so yeah, so he won for Behind the Chandelabra. So outstanding miniseries or movie, Behind the Chandelabra, of course, won. I knew that was going to win. I was fucking rooting for that one to win. Outstanding comedy series, Modern Family wins, of course, against Louie, 30 Rock. Veep should have won. Veep, I think, is the new great uh, comedy. Yeah, oh. Modern Family is going to hang on to that for a long time. Though. Yeah, it's more universal. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more universal. That's why it's winning. But the big winner, Outstanding Drama Series, Breaking Bad finally wins for an Emmy for the drama series. I don't know why it hasn't yet. It beat out Downtown Abbey, Game of Thrones, Homeland, House of Cards, and Mad Men. House of Cards is awesome, though. Yeah, well, you didn't mention it. Director what? for a drama series. David Fincher won for House yes, of Cards. Yes, where was he? Yeah, I, I and so uh, the Netflix show did get an Emmy this year. Yes. Which I think that's is fucking... Good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Was, it, um, was, was Hemlock Grove not nominated for anything? <laughs> <laughs> nominated, for, <laughs> no, nominated for what? Twinks as werewolves and, <laughs> and, and old ladies that hit on him? Would that oh. be nominated for God, it was, okay, that's fine. a pretty specific okay, category. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and the okay, nomination no, no. for Twink Werewolves. What? Okay, Hemlock Grove wasn't like the next thing in horror or anything, but it was, you know, I, it was yeah. there. I wanted, was there. To, I wanted to like it because Eli Roth was behind it, and I like to support him because he's a cool guy. But I, I'm still six episodes away from the ending, and I haven't come back. <laughs> I don't know. Was it? Is it worth? You said it was worth finishing. I'll. I might finish it. But uh, there's so many good shows coming on soon. You know. Yeah. F- fuck, dude. There's a lot of good shows mm. starting next week after Breaking Bad. Oh yeah. Um. So what? Did I, oh yeah. So now that Breaking Bad is ending, because that's really more your cup of tea. You're more Breaking Bad. I'm more Dexter. I watch um, both. I like. I like. I like blood and gore as well as a well-written story. Yeah, but but like I mean, like I was the guy who who threw the whole series related to Dexter, like <laughs> not the killing part. Uh oh, I think we went over this before. Yeah, I know, <laughs> not the killing yeah, part. So, uh, Just the talking the- in my head all the time and people interrupting me. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly that, and also I have fancy donuts and blondes. No. <laughs> and you like pulled pork sandwiches? Oh, it's media noche. <laughs> Actually, that sounds good. I know, dude. A good pulled pork sandwich is fucking awesome. But uh, what? <laughs> what? Uh, well, actually, according to the book, um, what makes what makes them really good is the pickles, because Deb and Dexter are both obsessed with those sandwiches inside the book too. Oh, they're both obsessed. Oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, fuck well, yeah, gosh. because Jeff Lindsay. Oh, oh, also, um, also a little bit of trivia. Jeff Lindsay, the guy. Who, who wrote the the novel series is married to uh, Hillary Hemingway, who is uh, one of Hemingway's uh, relatives. Oh, Margot Hemingway's relatives. <laughs> no, not Margot. Margot. Uh, what, no, what's the other one? What's the one Ernest. who killed herself? Ernest Hemingway. And the daughter killed herself too. 
Yeah. I, I, I right? Don't, I don't remember know. she was in that movie yeah. called Moon. Remember that movie Moon? I remember the one with uh, Chris Rockwell, or Sam Rockwell, I mean. Moon? Yeah. No, no, no. It was, called, it was like a full moon movie about a guy who lived out in a camper, and he turned into a werewolf. Oh. Yeah. No, I never saw that one. And a friend of mine shot like, um, uh, was like second unit on that and shot all the shit, that all the wood stuff. and mm. <laughs> All the No, it's called like shots. Bad Moon. I think it was called Bad Moon. Do you remember that movie, Bad Moon? Oh, see, now, now, okay, no, 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 seriously, I was trying to think of this fucking werewolf movie the other day, because I listened to a lot of horror podcasts, and I was go, oh, this is the best, this is the best, um, <laughs> long, the opening scene, um, a couple fucking, and the werewolf, like, rips them to pieces in a tent. Yes, I think that's Bad Moon. Dude, that movie is fucking badass. Like, that's a good <laughs> Just from that opening scene of just, like, it is just a graphic <laughs> Terrific scene of like a couple like having sex and this giant fucking ogre of a werewolf like starts ripping them apart. Really good camera angles. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Okay, I want to talk about your next real fast. Okay. Um. Okay. I liked the your movie? I liked your podcast on it. Yeah. I didn't. Ag- I don't agree with I don't agree with your friend's uh, rating of it at all. Okay. You know. <laughs> um. <laughs> no. I don't see how you don't don't like that movie. You it, it has to you have to be I think a horror fan to like that movie. And like that's the thing. I mean, like Mike Mike my co-host isn't necessarily a horror fan, uh-huh. but he's like the most well-versed person in cinema that I know who's willing to do a podcast. Oh, okay. Well, that makes and sense. Like yeah, like there's not a lot of people that are just well-versed in just cinema in general. And you know he's you know he's a screenwriter and stuff like that. So okay, okay. So like that's why. Oh, oh. Also, and like me and him have known each other for years. Okay. And we've only been like we've only hung out probably once, maybe once or twice, and it's because we work together at Walmart. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> after that, like he moved to LA, and then we just like stayed in touch all those years. <coughs> yeah. Um, Skip, did you see your next? Nope. <coughs> nope. I'm not a particular horror <coughs> fan. Where I am a particular horror fan, so there's only certain kind of genres that I'll watch. And I don't see how you guys can take notes during movies. I have to focus on the movie. <laughs> I can't do that. Um, I turn my phone off. I get super stoned, turn my phone off, and just tunnel vision and just uh, absorb myself in this movie for the next two hours or whatever. That's what I do. I don't like. I don't take notes during the movie, but I, I remember it enough. You know, I, I'll remember. I'll make. I'll take mental notes of special scenes. You know, like the yeah. wire in the neck, or the you know, the uh, you know, the nail through the feet, or you know, just dude, dude, just the dialogue alone. Like once the shit hits the fan, is fucking brilliant. Like just the fucking dude, just the dialogue of just like, hey, maybe they're using a cell phone blocker. Uh, it's illegal, but you can get them for thirty bucks. Oh Jesus Christ, man! Of course you're being a son of fucking shady shit. <laughs> yeah. Like just that whole yes, that whole thing is just like, oh man, that's fucking brilliant. I'm trying to. Rem- that reminds me of another movie though that was like that also. You know that's why I liked it, but I'm trying to think of which one. I have no idea, but yeah, 
where the brother has an arrow in his back and he's still complaining and telling his brother he's a loser because he knows how to get Wi or knows about like <laughs> Wi-Fi yeah. jammers and shit. It's like you would know that you stupid fucking loser. Yeah, I know that shit. Um, that shit's so fucking hilarious, dude. The line is. Felix, man, you're such a low life. Of course, you'd be into that sketchy shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> sketchy? <laughs> like, I haven't heard that word in a while. Sketchy. And he's a writer, director, right? That guy got the arrow in his back. What's his name? Uh, Joe Swanberg. Yeah. Yeah, and he just did Drinking Buddies, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He just wrote and directed Drinking Buddies, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't know who he was until the movie. I barely noticed Ty West in the movie. As far oh, as the... I know it's like, oh, there he was after he got the arrow in his head. I'm like, oh, I guess that was Ty West. <laughs> he's, a, yeah. he's a new up-and-coming horror director. Yeah, and like people are kind of on the fence with him, too. Like They're kind of like, we don't really know what to think. And he's, it's he's, like, I loved House of the Devil, but The Innkeepers was kind of a piece of shit. But yes, was, I liked I liked the innkeepers for the fact for what it was. It was I had full on surround. Do you have surround sound and all that shit and watch it with headphones and stuff? Um, sometimes, but not like with that particular film. I didn't know that movie. You need surround sound because the way how creepy it was because specific sounds would only come out in certain speakers of your house. So yeah. like for like the pianos and shit playing down the hallway, you'd hear them all the way. It would sound like it was down the hallway on your left down speaker and the shit behind you would pop up. So it's real sound specific. So if you're not watching it in the right atmosphere, I can see how it would be more lame of a movie. It's just like, oh, OK, they're walking around. Oh, that's not spooky at all because I don't hear anything, you know? Yeah, I, I thought it was decent. I thought it was creepy for what it was. It wasn't great, but it was creepy for being a haunted hotel movie. Yeah, well, I've been hearing good things about his his next film, The Sacrament. Yeah, I just heard him on a Doug Benson podcast talking about that. Oh, really? He was on. Oh, cool. Yeah. See, I didn't. Um, I actually didn't even know what the guy looked like. I only knew uh, who he was because um, another horror podcast said that uh, before your next came out, said like, "Oh my god, like that movie looked so good because Ty West gets shot like in the head in the trailer," and I was like, "Oh, that's him." Huh. What do you know? Yeah, I didn't know it was him. <laughs> I had no idea. <clears throat> oh, because he got killed. So people, I don't like Ty West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good man. Good. So I'm glad he got shot. I have nothing against the guy. I have no, I have no idea what the. F he seems like a younger. Um, uh, what's it called? Fucking god damn it. Carpenter. No. Fucking wow. uh, the guy from. Uh, god, I was just talking about it. He did uh, aftershock. Oh, uh, Eli Roth. Yes, he seems like an Eli Roth because he has a five o'clock shadow all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's well, the only reason yeah, why. I mean, like, yeah, but I mean, like, I think that he thinks he's John Carpenter. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, that's a I, mistake. You, know, like, you don't yeah. want to do that. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I finally saw Aftershock now that it's on Netflix. Oh, what did you think? Um, I love the fucking... <laughs> Um, I love the ending, man. I fucking love that fucking ending. Like, out of, like, every single piece of the movie, how it, like, starts off is it's kind of like this, like, buddy kind of, you know, friends hanging out thing. And then, it you know, there's this earthquake and the shit hits the fan and, yeah. you know, yada, yada, yada. And then, then, like, towards the very end of the movie, the last 15 minutes, it turns into, like, a slasher film where they're, like, running from this gangster that's trying to, like, kill them. It's fucking, it's pretty great. Oh yeah, um, like yeah, I loved um, Eli Roth scene. Hold on, real quick. I yeah. do have to put you on hold, but I'm going to be listening. I have to mute. 
Okay. Really quick, so could you guys no. talk amongst yourselves? Yeah, yeah, do what you okay. want. Okay, cool. All right, what do you got, Skip? All right, I got a uh, creepy clown. What? Dude, so uh, just folks, Google Northampton, all one word, clown. And uh, there's a few images out on the web, but apparently there is a spooky clown that walks around in Northampton, which is in England. Uh Uh-huh. And this is a fucking creepy clown. I mean, it's like, you know, the angry clown face with the eyebrows way up high, holding a set of balloons, and it just walks around and, like, points at people and waves. How weird. These British guys are fucking crazy. There's another one where he's, like, in the dark in an alley, um, and he's holding a teddy bear and waving. Is it one of the MGC TV guys? (laughs) Maybe. But anyway, creepy clowns in Northampton. Dude, fuck that shit, man. No. No, fuck a creepy clown. I don't like that. So what do you think of Sleepy Hollow? Did you watch it? I watched the second episode. What did you think? I think they need to ease up on the fucking lighting a little bit. Why? There are just parts of it where people's faces are super shiny because they have the lights up really bright, it seems. I think that's just the look of the show. Everyone's yeah. sweating, it seems like, in the show. Is Everyone's all glistening. Yeah. I didn't get sweat. I got like, bing, I'm like shining a flashlight on dude's face. Uh, <coughs> no, I got, um, it is real high um, risk. <clears throat> but all, you're also watching it in high definition, and the lighting is also really strange in those high def shows with high def TVs. Yeah, well, I've I watched, noticed that too. I can yeah. see, like, I can tell when they're in sets, I can tell when they're outside, mm-hmm. you know, you can easily tell that now. Uh-uh. But um, yeah, it's pretty humorous. Did you like how he learns everything? Oh, yeah, with all the notes everywhere. When, and he, stuff. when he was trapped in the, <laughs> in yeah, the house. And you know, again, it's. <clears throat> what? I don't know. I'm going to give it a few more episodes. I'm just... What, what don't you like about it? Parts of the premise are great, but sometimes the writing feels a little bit forced, I think, is the problem. Like what? Like what parts? They, well, they're just... I, I feel like it's being overplayed. You know, that everyone is in on it somehow, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the chief, lieutenant, I don't know, Orlando Jones. Yeah. He's clearly in on it. The sheriff who got beheaded in the beginning is in on it. Yes. You know, the Sulu is in on it. Fucking yes. like there's no one who's <laughs> not in on it, but no one's But it's ex- like a it's like a, a well it's been like an underground thing and no one's come up mm-hmm. until the headless horseman has come around. Right. So it seems like everyone has been and knows about the history of this town and the 144,000 is supposed to be the um it's a revelations reference to mm-hmm. where uh that's, that's how, how many, many people s- go yes. to heaven or something like that. That's how many that? souls were um were saved. Yeah. So that's that's a specific thing for the town. Everyone in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Okay, hello. Yo, what's up? <laughs> so, um sorry, actually if you if you must if you want to know, it's interesting. I was selling my Xbox. What? Oh. Why? Huh? Come it's on, my, man. What? No, it's my Xbox Xbox. Remember the Paperweight? Original. Holy shit, what'd you get for it? Uh 30. <laughs> wow. That's fucking pretty good. That's more than a game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just, uh, that's why I, I left my house. I had to meet the guy and everything, so. Oh, yeah. no, it was a shady Craigslist deal, huh? Dude, dude, I'm telling you, those are the most um, fruitful. But, but 30 hold on, bu- wait a minute. Hold 30 on. bucks for <laughs> Come on, yeah. what, what ga- did you give him games or anything with it? Uh, yeah, I gave him three games and two controllers. What games? Uh, Tony Hawk Underground, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and uh, Doom 3. That's cool. That's cool. And the old controllers are the second version of those controllers without the memory card in them. 
Uh, yeah, it had the memory card. But holy shit, first, those are paperweights. First generation. Those are like fucking Jesus. Those are huge. Yeah, you could use those One to bludgeon was people. A, uh, was a uh, GameStop controller too. Uh, <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> Here you go, man. This is the GameStop. He's like, yeah, man, I don't care. I'm like, all right. Wow. Oh my yeah, God, dude. Yeah, dude. I got no, 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 no. I got sixty for my yeah. um for my uh for my Super Nintendo with like a shitload of games. That makes a lot more sense though. There's a big yeah. following for Super Nintendo. Okay, well, yeah. so what is this what Northampton clown? What were you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, oh. dude, just Google it when you have a chance. There's this fucking creepy clown I saw on Boing Boing. Uh, oh my god, that's cool. Which is a blog I follow. But yeah, it they have photos like the local paper and there's a, a Facebook page that follows this creepy clown around where he posts, I'm gonna be around, and then he like shows up all just I don't know, not looking right. Right, and they have um, yeah. So okay, we we're talking about Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy have Hollow, you watched right, it? Okay. Right. Have you watched? It's a, it's a little goofy. You might like it. For <laughs> for four horsemen of the apocalypse. Um, yeah. Death is the headless horseman. That's right. So Ichabod Crane has beheaded Death, and is basically trying to keep the skull of Death away from Death. The rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And he's uh and he has idyllic memory we've just learned now That's right. from sight, smell. So he's just like hearing. Wesley Crusher, yeah. Is it Wesley Crusher? Yeah, from Star Trek. Is that who he is? Yeah. Is that what he has? Yeah, they both have eidetic memories. But for sight, smell, sound. It just means you can form a memory around anything. Are you and, sure? But yeah. I thought I thought it was specific, like either like eidetic memory for sound, you have eidetic memory for sight. Or for smells oh, or so tastes. Oh, so Ichabod is like super duper because I can do all three. Yeah, I think uh, there is. I think there's eidetic memory for like, you know, you can remember anything somebody said to you or you can remember anything you've read or you can remember anything you've smelled. I don't think there's one for everything. You know what I mean? Don't you mm-hmm. have eidetic memory, Shane? As far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, that's what, that's what they say he has, I guess. So yeah, so he's running around. Um, they're, they're now they're resurrecting witches and shit. They have to resurrect demons and witches. They have to That's bring right. apart like all these weird people. Yeah, there's some freaky four white trees. The four white trees that represent the um, four, four horsemen, horsemen of the apocalypse. And there's a, a weird demony kind of minotaur thing. What? That well, that's is the, associated that's, with the trees. That's the demon that's raising the four horsemen. But that demon also has to raise a bunch of other shit because the four horsemen are at the very end of the whole show. So mm. all these demons and witches have to come out first. Right. <laughs> it's a campy show and they know it's goofy, but John Noble from Fringe is supposed to show up. Hmm. And that's the old crazy Walter. doctor. Yeah, Walter White. Right, Walter Bishop. <laughs> Walter White's stuck at a cabin somewhere in Nebraska. Mm. Yeah. Or in uh, New Hampshire. He's about to have an M60 and shoot up the... Grandpa's of anarchy. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so yeah, so <laughs> Sleepy Hollow, four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, uh, three out of five bad visions. Right, yeah, because he has um, and the fans. Remember, we were trying to think of the fans. They're called sleepy heads. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Yes. Well, we, oh we're naming God. them now. Well, no, um, uh, uh, I told Josh, Josh told me, uh, you should call them hollow heads. <laughs> <laughs> I like sleepy heads better. A hollow head sounds funnier because they're just like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hollow head. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll so, give it a couple more episodes, but I have plenty of other TV I want to watch. You, <laughs> I don't no. know if I'll stick with it. I need to uh, watch the rest. I have three more episodes of Lufa. Ah, oh, I'm done with it. Well, no, I'm watching the brand new ones that just came out. Oh, that's right. There are four that just came out like last mm. like month over the summer. I said all four are coming out four nights in a row of Luther. So I'm like, okay, boom, set the DVR to record all four of those. They're getting, they're good. They're crazy again, like the other ones. They have to be. <clears throat> He's like a black British Batman. Um, <laughs> that's what they make him like. Come on. Mm. Am I right? Yeah. Do you watch Lufa? Uh, no. Sponge, Sponge Detective. It's it great, dude. Sponge Detective. I took up your um, advice and watched that, uh, what's it called show? The Fall. Oh, that shit's badass. That was cool. That was four episodes of Gillian Anderson. You see her boobies, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Remember? I'm like, whoa, Gillian Anderson's naked. <laughs> Watch out, Scully. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was a weird That was a weird one where he just so that kills was only chicks. Four? Yeah, the guy kills mm-hmm. chicks and puts them in poses like paintings. It's, I don't know. It was strange. It was four, but it just kept going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, we didn't catch this guy yet. I wish they did. It was just like, I don't know, it was like four episodes, and then they're just going to extend it to another four. We have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing a, a season two. Oh, they should. Or se- I mean, series two. Oh, series me. two. Come on, laddie. <laughs> we only have four episodes per series. Wait, is that is Irish? Or is that... <laughs> I don't Wait. know. I don't know what that was. Hello, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's my British. British accent, mate. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> what do you rate Sleepy Hollow? Sleepy head. Uh, We're sleepy heads, dude. Yeah, I'm not going to take up that mantle quite yet. Come on. Um, I'm a total so, sleepy head. It's like Buffy. Come on, guys. I don't know. <laughs> I thought that the uh, bad witch was pretty cool up until she resurrected. Dude, they're playing witchcraft by Sinatra on the radio. Yeah. It's totally campy. Come yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, it's a decent show. So I'm going to say well three written. out of five. Didn't you like the the um the two percent tax? He's like he's like eight percent tax. He's mm-hmm. like we went to war for two. Mm-hmm. It's like why are the people around me? He's all rioting in the streets. Yeah, they gave that away in the commercial. I didn't watch the commercials. Well, see, see yeah. I don't watch commercials. Everything's fresh. I don't like to, but it happens. Uh, every so once yeah, this long. guy's from two hundred fifty years ago, so he's still learning how to deal with our shit. Like turning so, on the light switch and... Well, and taxes are raised. Right. And he's like, yeah, the Revolutionary War started over a 2% tax. He's like, <laughs> and you guys are fucking taking it with a fucking 8% tax? That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So, like, those little things are funny. But, yeah, 10 million people tuned in to watch it. Hmm. Sleepy wow. heads. So <laughs> well, it'll probably be around. Really, dude? <sighs> God. I mean, what? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what is it like the next Vampire Diaries or no? You well, you like the Vampire Diaries? What are you talking about? Well, that's what I'm saying. I like that. <laughs> like, is it going to be good? What do you, like that, what do you, okay, what do you like about the Vampire Diaries? Because I couldn't get past two episodes of that shit. You seem to um, like all the like the rom coms over like the like you like the OC. You liked um, uh, what was the other one? Yeah, yeah, Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I like that. Um, the like, I, now I don't like all of it, but I like the like teen you know the like teen <laughs> backdrop to it where it's like oh my god like oh my god prom's tonight yeah there's gonna be a four thousand year old vampire that's gonna crash your prom <laughs> oh <my> like, <laughs> yeah i don't know i like that shit i have no idea why 
So, but, uh, so you were a fan of Buffy and all that stuff. Um, that's the thing. I um, when I was a kid and Buffy Vampire Slayer the movie came out, I was fucking obsessed with that movie, and I was obsessed with Christy Swanson, and like yeah, I had the like, novel version <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> oh, really? The novel version? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know how like back then they would just make a like a book based oh, on. Oh, movie yeah, it's all out. based on the famous movie right. Jurassic yeah. Park. <laughs> Again, we'll we'll, well write no, the, that was the other way around. But no, then they rewrote it as the movie script. Oh, did yes, they? Yes, they put out, they'll put out the I movie dialogue version. Of course. Come on, so people are like, oh my god, it's just like the movie, you know? And they're reading it, and the movie's flashing through their head, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, basically, but yeah, like um. Um, Buffy, I, I, I didn't really get into Buffy with the Vampire Diaries. What happened is it basically, I, I was, it was around Christmas time and I ran out of shit to read and, uh, I Uh-oh. was, um, have you I run out of seeing, shit to read? <laughs> I was like seeing this girl casually and, um, she was like, I don't, I don't know. She, she was a fan of, of, of all that. Of like you know all that like teen stuff, and she was in her twenties. But I was like, yeah, well, like I read Twilight series and you know whatever. You know, I'm waiting for the movies or whatever. And she's like, oh well, have you read Vampire Diaries? And I was like, isn't that like a ripoff? She's like, no, it's it's pretty good. So I was like, well, whatever. And I think for Christmas I got like the first two books, and then I read them, and I was like, this is better than Twilight. Uh, this is decent. Oh my you know, god. A lot more, you know, a lot more gore. So like I read the like first four books that were like. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah so, whatever. So, so you read the books, and that's why you're a fan. Oh, well, that makes more sense. Yeah. I th- I'd yeah, never like, read anything, and I wasn't just like, oh, wow, these are just like the books I'd never read. So, and yeah, so. also, and, and also <laughs> the two main characters, yeah. like the two main vampires, one of them was in the OC, and then the other oh. guy, that's, <laughs> you know, he's famous. He was in fucking uh, Rules of Attraction. He made out with James Vanderbeek. What's his fucking name? Rules of Attraction. James Vanderbeek. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Oh, Ian Ian Summerholder. Ian Summerholder. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like Ian Smolder. Hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I heard that one, too. I heard that one. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Let's see. Yeah, I know. And that guy's been in a bunch of shit, I think, besides Vampire Diaries. He has, like, those weird Damien eyes. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Damien eyes. Okay, what, okay, what do you think about this idea? I, thought, I was thinking of when I was stoned, of course. Sectional housing. Okay. So, it's houses built so you can slap additions onto it, almost like Legos. Mm. Right? Whoa. So, you go, oh, I have, like, okay, I have a kitchen and, a, and I want an extra bedroom. So you can just slap an extra bedroom on the end of it, right? You can take a wall out, put in an extra bedroom, hmm. right? Come on. That sounds cool. Well, drop the plans of how you would do it and patent that if shit. If I was an engineer, I'd already have one. So it'd be sectional house. So you could buy what you need, hmm. right? You go, oh, I don't need all this space. I'll take this and this. Oh, my family's getting bigger. I'll add a room over here and a room up top or whatever. Hmm. You can buy a big enough property to use it. Come on, right? That sounds sure. fucking cool. <laughs> at that point you just have to dig the foundation <laughs> oh and dark castle is still coming they say the hell's dark, dark castle? castle or dark tower sorry the movie yes they've been promising that King for over stuff? a decade yeah oh yeah well why not man it totally should i'm rereading the whole series right now and wait the- a minute isn't isn't dark tower like a lot like ghost gunslinger or some shit <laughs> Well, it's like, 
I haven't right? I haven't read the whole series. That's why I'm rereading it because I'm going to read the seventh book. But it's never really clear whether Roland is a is a ghost or not. You could make oh. an argument he is dead and he's wandering like an afterlife, or yeah, he's been, living through the end of times, basically. <clears throat> yeah, they've been wanting to make that into a movie, a TV series, something. I don't know. They, t- I mean, it's a rich universe. There's a whole graphic novel series that spun off of it. That was yeah. That's written by Stephen King's personal assistant for that series. So <laughs> what, she Stephen knows King's- almost. Almost as much about the series as Stephen King does. So here, write us a thing about the series for me. So she talks about Roland's childhood more and like before the fall of weird the weird. Yeah, it's like this whole spinoff, yeah. and it's pretty so, well done and really good art. So like, if I asked her, I'd be like, "So how do you know all this stuff?" She'd be like, "Well, every time I'm giving him a blowjob, he describes to me, you know, <laughs> like, like you know what he wants." Right. <laughs> she like, may just uh, do that. <laughs> yeah. Hence the movie Bones or the book Bones. Um, so they're talking a movie now. Yeah, they're well. Uh, Ron Howard wanted to do a TV series for Showtime with a spin into movie or something. Yeah, with weird a spin like into that. a movie at the end of it. I don't know. Yeah, they like have these... the seventh book was supposed to be the movie, but it's a lot of dimensional hopping, weird monsters. It could be a cool cable TV show. Old technology. Yeah, you'd have to be really careful not to make it cheesy, though. I don't think it would. It was Ron Howard. Well, yeah, if he's producing it, I'd probably trust it. But. Yeah, it's a lot of people behind it. But I if it was like, so, just some guy with... No, it's not Joe Schmo. They're not yeah. fucking giving the license to Joe Schmo. Like, hey, Ron Howard wants to do it. Like, here, take mm-hmm. it, man. See what you want no. to do with it. Yeah, at that point. Hey, hey, doesn't Ron Howard have like 10 things coming out right now? Isn't there like Usually. Thor? It's like Thor Racing or something. <laughs> yeah. The, like Thor Race Car movie. Yeah, the Thor, Thor Racing, um, the Arrest of the X-Men movie. That would be a cool movie, right? All the um, X, or Thor and the Avengers in uh, um, Formula One cars. <laughs> he could race. To, he could actually technically race Tony Stark. Tony Stark could actually be in that movie. Yeah, that would that be actually would be awesome. pretty cool. Speaking of which, what did you think of? Oh, I saw Agents of Shield. Did you watch that? No. No. Why not? <laughs> Come on. I missed it. You don't like to check out all these bad um, TV shows like Homer Simpson does. Like a hail to the <laughs> hail to the chimp and <laughs> remember the, chimp, yeah. the fall TV lineup, dude. It's fucking great because you know these shows aren't gonna last. Like the other one I saw last season was the one where the the uh, he's the captain now in uh, um, that Brooklyn Nine Nine comedy. Oh right, yeah, yeah, and he was the, the cap- first roadie. Yeah, he was the captain of that naval ship that went rogue last season. And I uh, was threatening to shoot nuclear missiles at Washington, and that thing only lasted like eight eight episodes. Oh, oh! Remember oh, that? You're talking about you're talking about the fucking black detective from John Dies at the End. Yes. Yeah, that guy. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Now, now, so Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like, come on. Right? <laughs> it's horrible. I, mean, like, I watched it. It has some funny parts, but it's not gonna last. You can tell. I mean, like when you watch. Okay. Here's my mindset. When I watch, when I'm watching TV and it goes, "Oh, this fall, Fox is bringing you dads. What happens when Seth Green and Jill Flattery Beasley run a video game <laughs> company? You know what well, I'm yeah. saying?" And then, so I go, "Okay." And then I just stop and I think in my head, "Let's see. Will I ever see? Hey guys, uh, dads, season four coming this fall? No. Like you know, I mean, will I see Brooklyn Nine Nine season six coming to DVD? No, that's not how it works. It'll be like no. four episodes later. You know, it's the Polly Shore show all over again. 
What was that? What show was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was called Polly Shore Show, and it had three episodes on Fox. And the po- no, it. <laughs> no, it's also called uh, a Jay and Bob cartoon. Uh, oh, God damn, dude. That, that fucking cartoon was hilarious. That was a funny cartoon. The Jay and Silent Bob? Remember yeah. that shit? The Jay and No, it wasn't. Yeah, well, I mean, was it? It, was, it lasted it was three Clerks, episodes. Wasn't it called? Yeah, wasn't it Clerks the cartoon? Uh, yeah, 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 it was Clerks. It lasted ten episodes. Sorry, dude. It, oh my god, that shit was hilarious. I mean, I don't know. I mean, to me, like to me, it was funnier than his movies. But I'm kind of an asshole when it comes to Kevin Smith. Well, you don't like him. Um, I don't like how he's like. Hey, man, look at man. I'm just an everyday guy who wears a hockey jersey everywhere. And I just happen to make this movie clerks. And um, and and like I just hate how like, you know, I've been listening to his podcast off and on for like two years. And in every single episode, no matter what the episode is, if he has a guest on, he had um, uh, Phoebe on there. I yeah. don't remember her name right now. No matter what, he'll just be like, ah, well, you know what? I remember back when I was making clerks. And I'm just like, dude, seriously? <laughs> Like, you've done so much since then. You have this podcast empire, and nine out of your ten stories start, I remember back when I was making Clerks. And I'm like, I'm so fucking fed up with you, dude. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Well, <laughs> yeah, talk about dogma or something else. <laughs> well, no, well, the dude, only sorry. problem with Kevin Smith is that he just found out about marijuana, and he smokes a lot of it now, and now he just talks too much and tweets too much and he has too many podcasts and... Yeah, he just found out about weed like four years ago, and I was smoking it like a fucking chimney, <laughs> becoming like I'm Kevin Smith, the philosopher. That's oh, what it seems yeah, like. Right. Not making you're movies right. anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's making a movie. He's making Clerks Three. <laughs> uh-huh, of course yeah. he is. Well, yeah, and then he's making the like Walrus Human Centipede movie. Oh, what was that one? The Walrus Ped? <laughs> yeah, it's like some dumb shit. It was a bad internet joke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It started as a joke between him and Scott Mosier on fucking Smodcast. It would be like if you guys sat down and you guys were fucking oh. cracking jokes about something like you guys always do it. And then, but, but are, the, are those his, are those his friends yeah, that just, connect. are those his friends that just ride his coattails? Um, Scott Mosier is like an actual film producer, but yeah, he does, he does like indie but stuff. I, no. I, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. I've never heard of him until Kevin Smith brought him up. Oh, well, yeah, of course. You you go, know. Hey, guys, you guys know these guys. Tell no, I don't. Things. Not until you've highlighted them for the past six seasons on fucking comic book, man. Yeah. I have oh. no idea who these people are. I, I don't know. I'm not that into, like, the indie business or, like, hey, I'm not, like, the hipster on film and have to know every new film that came out. You don't? I just I just watch what I like. I don't give a fuck about anything else. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, and it's, like, I feel bad calling somebody a sellout when they've given so much to yeah. the indie community, but he might be a sellout at this point. Uh, I don't, I don't even know who he is. He just likes, yeah, I don't know. He's the, he's the guy with the beard who wears the other hockey Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Am I wrong? Wait a minute. He's the guy with the beard who wears the other, who else wears a hockey Jersey? Um, Kevin Smith. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> okay. Wait, I get it. I mean, dude, seriously, like I wish I could have it down like that. I mean, I do have a uniform, it's a black t-shirt, blue jeans, and motorcycle boots. Like, that's nice. what I wear. You could be I one of the sons of anarchy. You could be one of the sons. I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, people look at me and they go, hey, man, so you're a greaser. And I'm like, I don't know. A greaser? What, what the fuck is this? Fucking the outsiders? Well, I mean, you know, because I have <laughs> the, like, beard trimmed and the fucking, you know, the, like, 
fifties glasses and shit, but I've always, I've always dressed like this since 10th grade. So I don't know, but I mean, yeah, you know, at that time I was in a punk band and I was in like a social distortion, like, Oh, oh so, okay. I wanted to talk to you about that real quick. Okay. About your fake band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was fucking this? hilarious, dude. Okay. Tell us a story. <laughs> About um, how, how you got a fake band and you're playing guitar <laughs> in front of somebody and you're oh, it sounds different on the tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, basically, um, me, my buddy Justin, and my buddy Fernando wanted to start a band, but I was the only one that played an instrument. <laughs> That's the best way to start a band. Okay. Um, number two, my friend Justin wanted to play bass. But he, he he didn't have the money for a bass yet. <laughs> I want to play bass, dude. I really do. <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, dude. I'm going to play bass, bro. I'm going to back you in your band. All right. Where's your bass? I'm not going to have one for a few months. So we're going to have to come up with another way to get famous at school. Um, and then my buddy Fernando wanted to play drums. He just knew he wanted to play drums because his basically his brother-in-law played drums. Like his, you know, his, his sister's boyfriend there's been, you know, her, her boyfriend for years and he had been in real bands and he had a band called Hamper and they had went to a real studio and recorded like a real like demo with uh-huh. three songs, three or four songs. And they sounded fucking really good. They sounded like, you know, no FX, like, um, you know, Mill and Colin. Uh, like, like that, that typical, and, like that typical, you know, poppy punk sound, but like tight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Skate punk, I guess is what uh-huh. I would call it. And um, basically... Uh, they broke up and, um, you know, CDs were all the rage at that point. Yeah. And he had a fucking case of these tapes (laughs) from this band. And I said, Hey man, (laughs) (laughs) was there anything printed on him at all? Um, yes. On the, (laughs) on the hard copy of the tapes, it said hamper and it said demo. Uh It had like, (laughs) it, it had the names of the songs. Uh-huh. So what we did was we put white out over it and then wrote and then wrote our band name in Black Magic Parker. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, do you still have any of these tapes? Yes, you need to dude, you need to put those out. I have um I don't have any of Aww. any. Of, I mean, I mean and like that guy, that guy he actually did my um my sleeve. Yeah, uh-huh. you know the like oh, he's, have on, oh, so the guy from the letter. band became a tattoo artist? Yeah, well, okay. actually, yeah. Um, and, oh, oh. furthermore, uh-huh. he, um, he he went to high school with Travis Marshall. Travis Marshall, is that his name? No, Travis Marshall, that's Travis, Dexter. Travis Barker. Travis Barker. <laughs> Travis Barker. <laughs> yes. From yes, Blink-182 yes, fame. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. And, and the yeah, uh, Aquabats. Yeah, because yeah. Travis Barker is a... Um, a Fontana native, and that's where I grew up in Fontana. Uh-huh. But anyway, so um, yeah, he was in a lot of other bands too. That guy, and I don't have any of their CDs. He was in a lot of really good kind of like, you know, post like punk rock kind of indie emo bands. Yeah, and before they were yeah. all really good. Yeah, before Blink One Eight Two, he hopped around a lot. He was like a replacement drummer for a lot of people, I think. Oh yeah, no, for like. sure. But anyway, so back to Hamper. Um, <laughs> We, we like <laughs> uh-huh. we went and we passed these tapes out to everybody that we knew and one of the guys was the quarterback for the football team and he <laughs> he was fucking popular it was like in the movies but he was a super 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 nice guy it was like was in like, the movies like cheerleaders like oh my god <laughs> everyone uh, yeah. just follows him around yeah. 
Well, this is L.A. too. This is Southern yeah, California. Sean, Sean, uh, Sean Lanzarato. That was his name. He was, you know, he was, you know, <laughs> Whoa. an Italian kid. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> Italian, you know, really? He was Italian kid. <clears throat> and all, yeah. And, and you know what? All the chicks loved him and full passed our tape around. And they were like, oh, my God, you guys have the coolest band. And I was like, yeah, we do. Yeah, hamper. <laughs> Lucky Orange. Maybe. Lucky Orange? You put Lucky Orange on top of it. And so people thought yeah. that was your favorite band. So how do you get to the point to where you're playing your uh, guitar in front of somebody and they're thinking that it's the music from the tape? <laughs> I used to bring guitar to school. I was like Richie Valens. Like, I always had a guitar with me all the time. Richie Valens. I swear to God, like, hey. I would watch guitar uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's la bamba like have... <laughs> it's a six yeah, foot mexican <laughs> six foot mexican guy hey, hey, look, hey look at that he's even got a mustache my dad won't let me shave shut up okay but, so, so you're um, walking around like richie valens <laughs> so but except it was an acoustic it was an electric guitar and um i used to play before you know before a class and i just fuck around to practice but before we had a, a fake tape nobody cared but now that we had the fake tape they're like hey man play that song from like track three play that, song from- <laughs> I'm like, that one Ooh, how does that one go ah uh, let me see uh. <laughs> and then and then um i started playing it and then Sean Lanzarata was like there. They were like there, dude, with their like their chins on their arms. Like, come on, play. And they'd be like, all right, and play a little <laughs> tune here. And they'd be like, that doesn't sound like the tape. Well, yeah, it's because the amp isn't plugged in. It's because it's not plugged in. It's an electric guitar. Got to be plugged in to sound right. <laughs> oh my God. How long did that go for until they found out? <clears throat> or no one found uh, out until now. Now they're just like, motherfucker. Now they're like, fuck, man. And they have all these posters of Hamper. <laughs> 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 you you actually you pulled a Millie Vanilli is what you did, <laughs> right? Yeah, it uh, is yeah. great. <laughs> you pulled a yeah. Millie Vanilli. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, but then um, years later, uh, not even years later, like later that year, we actually got the equipment together and we played for like a year, and then we sucked, and then we dropped Fernando because he couldn't learn drums fast enough. And then we got this like heavy metal stoner guy who just is, was the greatest drummer ever. And you can hear, okay, go to YouTube whenever you guys have time and uh, search uh, Shane Gray's Anatomy. That's my YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Shane Gray's Anatomy. And there's a shitload of stuff from our podcast up there, videos. But then there's like Lucky Orange audio. Oh, really? You should like, promote that more yeah. in your show, dude. It sounds like shit. But I mean, so what? <laughs> but. But I mean, what you hear is actually us. It's me. It's me and Justin singing. It's and like you'll hear the drums are fucking awesome. The drums are just like solid. You'll hear it be like, holy shit, really good drummer. <laughs> All right, real, OK, real quick before we leave. Um, Xbox one cannot be laid on its side. Uh, there's no no um, Pixar movie coming out next year. Uh Oh, yeah. Where's nothing. Incredibles 2. They keep promising. Uh, Freddy Alvarez, the director of the last um, Evil Dead movie, is going to do a Dante's Inferno movie. Oh, that could be Ooh. interesting. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think so. The Nine Circles of Hell? Uh, may- so what do you think? Uh, yeah. I don't know. What do you think about the new Steam box real quick before we go? Oh, Steam OS? Yes. You, you're see. into that, right? Oh, and also I want to rate. I have Steam uh, because I bought a couple games that I really wanted. 
And yeah. they only came out on Steam. Well, oh, are you going to buy it, though, for your TV? No. Hook it up to your TV at all? No, not at all. Yeah, I don't know. I it should be it. all right. It'll make money. And, yeah, okay. I'm sure it will. There are tons of people who are dedicated to Steam. Okay, Ray Donovan, season one. Ah. <clears throat> uh, Did you watch it? Fuck yeah. What Love do you Ray Donovan. <laughs> okay. Okay, what, what do you think? Season one, Ray Donovan. Um, it was just out of control, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't um, know where to begin. Uh, let's see. Where do we begin? Um, I, think, I think the last the last two episodes were so-so, but the rest of the season was really good. Yeah. Um, I think the finale was kind of uh, like underwhelming, kind of flat. But Yes. <laughs> um, dude, fucking Abby, Ray's wife, just fucking, who are you, Ray? What are you doing, Ray? Yeah, is <laughs> she, uh, everything cracks me up, dude. I still, my, my theory, my theory is I still think that Ray's dad fucked her when they first met. Uh, I think she, I think he drugged her and that's why she woke up all weird, remember? Yeah. And, that's interesting. Yeah, I think, and that's why she's like, "Oh, I want another baby, Ray. She might be pregnant next season with his kid." Um, that's it. <laughs> with his dad's oh, wow. kid. Holy shit! Yeah, with He's the dad's kid. He's gonna raise his own brother. Yeah, uh, it's something weird, right? Why mm, not? Okay, that'd be fucked up. Um, yeah, the the daughter and the son were just weird in the in the show. Mm. The son, what did the son do really? The son's like, hey dad, uh, where's your sister? Oh, he's over here. Where's your sister? Oh, she's over there. Where's your sister? Oh, she, you um, know, that's all he did. Like he played a lot of video games and then hung out with that like gay celebrity guy who was banging all those pennies. And that's pretty oh, much it. Oh, that's right, that's right. And Ray Donovan didn't want that him hanging out. Fuck, dude, dude, that was a fucking good episode, man. That was like one of my favorite ones where fucking um Ray puts on a fucking gas mask and starts smashing all the fucking cameras and lights and shit in the fucking underground parking structure. And then he runs that fucking guy over, the, like TMZ wannabe guy. Oh, yeah. That shit yeah, was yeah. fucking. That, 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 oh, man. Yeah. I hope season two is more of that. I hope it's more of him, him, you know, basically doing what he's supposed to do, like dealing with the Hollywood shit. Like, I, think, I love that shit. Dude. Yeah. Well, he had to deal with his dad and psychotic fucking James Woods. And you know the whole the whole priest molestation of him and his three bro- him and his two brothers. They had to deal with that priest, so it was more of like a backstory of where these guys are coming from and how why they're fucked up in the head and shit. Right, yeah, they're all fucked up, that, huh? Yeah, dude, wasn't that obvious from I, I I think the first or second episode? I was like. I think he got molested too. Well, like yeah. that's what I thought the whole time. So when it yeah. kind of came out, I was like, "Oh yeah, of yeah." Course. And the, and like Bunchy, the brother shoots the priest. The priest is bleeding out, and they're like, "Okay, should we save him or not?" And then the priest is like, "Oh, I loved you too, Ray." You oh. know, and he's, boom, shoots him right in the fucking head. Nice. <laughs> well, there's your answer. <clears throat> he's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, you don't fucking say anything to that guy. He'll shoot you so fast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, skip, skip. Do you, do you watch Ray Donovan? I don't have Showtime or HBO, whichever channel it's, it's on. It's uh, Showtime. Yeah, yeah, Showtime. Yeah, dude, dude, dude. When it comes out, you got to see it. It's really, um, it's different. It's different. And like you know, I just realized that like I'm in love with with Anne Anne Bitterman, who created this show. Like I didn't realize uh-huh. that I love her so much. She created Ray Donovan. She created Homeland. She wrote Copycat, and she wrote uh, Primal Fear. Oh, I don't, what's Copycat again? 
Copycat's uh, the Steve Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Weaver uh, serial killer movie. Yeah, where she's a she's Dude. a serial killer analyst, and the ones trying the guy who's like he copycats like uh, all the serial killers. Yeah, I remember dude, that movie. I was like, holy shit! And like, all this kind of happened in a span of like three days for me. Like, I just watched the finale of Ray Donovan, then that night, Copycat was on cable, and I watched it from beginning to end. <laughs> and then I saw that he wrote it, and I was like, that's weird. And then I was like, well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take off to bed, but first I'm gonna watch a couple, of, uh, a couple episodes of Southland on DVD. And uh-huh. I was like, holy <laughs> shit! Like, it's like a marathon all with all her stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. dude. And like, I was like, oh my god! Like, I like, I love all of her stuff. I was like, I'm in love with her, even though she's 62. I'm in love with her. All right, what do you rate Ray Donovan before we go? Shane, um, five out of five Boston accents. Um, <laughs> Come on, Ray. She's uh, she's she's Irish in um, in Sons of Anarchy. She's an Irish chick. Oh really? Yeah, she's, she's in Sons of cute. Anarchy. She's in uh, Caprica. She's like. Uh, She's uh, speaking of Eric Stoltz. He's not mm. in a mask in Caprica, but right. That's disappointing. <laughs> that would have been hilarious, dude. Giant robot melon. The, the guy who invented the um the uh what's it called? God damn. Silence. The Cylons is is a uh, mask. Mask. Yeah. <laughs> Same exact so, makeup. So five out of five Boston accents. Um, four out of five ear holes. For the Boston accents, <laughs> you really uh, like. The Come on, Ray, quit fucking around. Uh, I would say five out of five eye holes for the just like there was a lot of you know sort of nudity stuff going on. There was yeah. a lot of um, yeah. There was one where the like Kim Kardashian looked like was like blowing the like basketball players so she can get his sperm and shit. Well, yeah, she was like, spitting sperm into cups. There's fuck yeah. yeah. There's a lot of weird so, shit going on. There's a uh, yeah. There's a lot of weird nudity in that in that show. Um, so I like, yeah, but actually, probably four out of five for for like total like yeah. you know out of like whole thing. Well, it was real gory, man. It was like uh, for like when he strangled his wife and shit with a dog collar. It was like fucking brutal oh, that shit. Was, that like, was oh my god, that was fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> That was some cool shit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, dude. It was just really just fucking visceral. It was just like, Grr, you know. He's like, Ray, Ray, what? What happened? He killed the woman, Ray. He fucking killed the woman. <laughs> yeah, fucking Tony Montana's fucking sidekick. He's awesome. Yeah, uh, Ray Donovan has two uh, thugs. So I rate it. Uh, what else do you? Okay, overall, what do you rate the season? Probably four out of five. Four to five. Okay, four to five. What? Oh, four to five. What? Bastin accents. Bastin for all three. So I rated uh, three out of five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and uh, three out of five. Uh, what was it? Shots to the face. Do right. You Shots ever to the rate head. Anything five out of five? Everything is four out of five. Well, it has like to be good. No, it has to be really good. I can't rate everything five out of five, can I? No, nah, I guess not. But I mean, like, <laughs> um, one of my one of my favorite uh, favorite moments is like. Oh, I rated the, like, um. <clears throat> Well, yeah, when he punches her in the face. I rated um, your next five out of five. Oh, good. There we go. That's a start. Yeah, that was a, a I rated Superman five out of five. I rated, what else did I give five out of five? Uh, Star Trek. I gave Star Trek Into Darkness five out of five. Um, what's the other ones? I don't know. That's about it. All right, so what do you want to, where can people reach you at, dude? Oh, uh, you can follow me at Real Shane Gray on Twitter or at Hanging Outcast. Um, go to HangingOutcast.com and listen to our show, The Hanging Outcast. Uh, it's wacky, but it's kind of wacky, dude. <laughs> uh, I, 
I don't. I really don't know what else. Uh, oh, go to tweakedaudio.com for noise canceling earbuds and use the uh, the promo code Outcast and nice. save a third off. Okay, how do you? Okay, how do you set up with all that shit? Because I don't know how. You have to have a website, right? Um, to even set up for having somebody to sponsor you or anything like that, right? All you need is um like to to actually set up the sponsor. All you need is a uh what do you call that what's that thing they give everybody a paypal account oh they, okay that makes yeah, sense. yeah because they gotta pay you but other than that yeah and then you make up your own promo code and uh yeah you just contact i mean me what i did was i scoured the internet looking for like anything like i hit up a bunch of energy drink companies like you know kind of like local uh-huh nobody hit me back um <laughs> i hit up um what was it Actually, dude, the funny thing—the only reply I got was from Coca-Cola. Like, I hit up, um, oh, wow. I hit up a Nos Energy Drink, and I got a reply f- because Coca-Cola does that. And then they gave me the email address to like another guy that's their local whatever representative, and I hit, I, I hit him up. I never got a reply, and I googled his name, and he got fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, that's on Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean he was uh, he was big enough to where i like i googled him and he was <laughs> like the, yeah the like local representative for like socal of like nos energy drink or some shit and oh, they weird. fired him i don't know all mm-hmm. right so where else can they reach you okay so you're on radio That's foo it. bar and oh, yeah, what's Thursdays the other thing what's at- the other thing you're on you just got onto something else too did we right you're radio foo bar and something else right I don't think so. No, just Radio Fubar and Stitcher. Okay. Come on. I thought I heard something else you're attached to. I don't know. Maybe I'm hearing no, things. No, um, that's uh, Podcast in the Woods is on Pod Gods Network. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. Pod Gods Network. And you're on Radio Fubar Saturday mornings. Why don't yes. you ever say that? Oh, we okay. tried. We're, we're on, we're on uh, Radio Fubar Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. Uh, yeah, because I, I stay up late. Oh, do you? oh, cool. So you catch our show. <laughs> so you can catch this show next to Saturday. Well, yeah, exactly. Except I'm subscribed too, so I have I have all your shows on my phone. But yeah, oh, good. You know. All right, man. Well, thanks for being on the show again. Yeah, yeah, it was good dude. To chat, anytime Shane. you need me, hit me up, yo. All right, man. All right, take it easy. All right, take care. Later. Later. All right, we will go now. It's right. a marathon, but it was a good one. Yeah. All right, so where can they reach us at now? <laughs> We're at Adio Radio or at Skip underscore Adio Radio on Twitter. Uh, Attention Deficit Order on iTunes, SoundCloud, and what's the other what, one? Radio Stitcher. Fubar. Yeah, and then also on uh, Radio Fubar at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, Saturday mornings. And I think uh, that's it, right? Facebook and someplace else. I don't know. Google us. We're around. All right, man. Later, guys. Later. 